Wrestling Brain is filmed in front of a live audience and can be found on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. Come join us Wednesdays immediately following Dynamite to share your opinions or just hang out with some fun guys. And if you are listening to this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe, give us five stars, anything you can to help promote the show. And if you do this, you could be one of the many, many, many people who are saying Wrestling Brain. Yeah, you know, they said it couldn't be done. The world keeps baring its teeth at me, but they forgot. Floop and I, a couple of bad fucking cavities. You are rocking with the AE Double Dudes. It's Wednesday night. It is Wrestling Brain. You are tuned in to the A Show. Normally, of course, me, Mr. 50K, Josh C, and my partner, the man of 100 likes, the Zoobs. Of course, the Zoobs box tonight, filled with a, I'm going to say, a very special co-host. A man whose online relationship with me started out as outright negative. And now, we years later, we are we are amigos, we are pals, and for tonight, we are co-hosts. You know him, of course, for his writing over on Scorch Stack, which more and more people Wrestling are saying, brain. if it looks real, it's because he's here. Floob joins us tonight. What's up, brother? How you doing? Uh, so, they said we need fill-ins. We're not getting fill-ins. This is no place for fill-ins. No, bad no. cavities only. <laughs> that's uh now the, I, I don't mean to invite you out of the show then make you look silly with a question that no one actually knows the answer to i was say do you know what that's a line from but i suspect no one here has a clue what that's a line from i actually have no uh, idea either so but i like it. it's it's uh it's kevin owens short or sorry rather kevin steen's short-lived ring of honor Fudge. theme somebody get jim Cornette. i think he might be mad at me uh, for turning this entire company into a tragedy, or no, into a travesty. He's trying to keep me out of the battle. It's such a tragedy. He keeps baring his teeth, but I'm a bad fucking cavity. There's Kevin Steen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wrestling Brain. If it's your first time here, please consider hitting a follow right there. We would love it. We're on the road to 2,000 Brainiacs. We crossed 1,200 last week. It feels like a milestone, because without Zoobs, Lord knows what it is we could do around here. Flu, we got a bunch of subs here to thank in the chat. I'm going to do that, then we're going to get to you a little bit here. Hello. Brainiacs, how is everyone doing? Thank you, Anfield Road, for the sub. Thank you, no clue what this is, for the sub. Saying Wrestling Brain with theirs. Alex saying watch Dragon Gate Pro Wrestling almost assuredly because the brand is strong. Uh, What else we got here? Thomas PW bringing us to that hype train. Subscribe for 16 months. Saying Sludge. Do you know what Sludge means? I see it going around Twitter, but it's one of these things like, I don't know what this means. Sludge means Sludge, man. You got it. You know what you know. Botch style pile driver opening the show by dropping a five pack. At this point, I think that people probably just assume botch style pile driver is me. They probably just go, oh, "That's Josh's alt." Try to try to make this. Oh, that's who gave me the take a hit, Maddie. The Scootsman giving me a take a hit, which I will do here momentarily. Let's at least get through the intro before I send this thing off the fucking rails. Zang Zone, our dear brother Nick Dang East, whose DNA never leaves this channel, dropping a subscription for 20 months. Cowboy so we love Sick Nick. Good golly. He's the man. He's who doesn't love Sick Nick? I want to know because we're going to fight. You said it perfect, my brother. Thank you, everyone, for oh, Area Thrasher with the subscription. Loved this Nine show tonight. In Cowboy Shiznit. Lots to say about that segment tonight. Hey, Flube, lots to say. I just want to say, uh, 
Area Thrasher's been around so long that when he first started, he was known as Area Thrasher. <laughs> yeah, for months I got it wrong. Even after Zoops corrected me a half dozen times, because why do you keep saying Area? Area. But hey, hey, listen, what are we if not people who can learn and improve? You know what I'm saying, everybody? Okay. Uh, MacMan81396, subscribing with Prime. Very easy to do. Thank you so much, MacMan, for bringing it up. Subscribing with Prime really couldn't be easier. If you subscribe to Amazon Prime, it's so easy. You get one free subscription a month, and you can give it here to me, to Zoobs, to Matt. We don't pay our guests, but Flu would probably enjoy seeing, you know, being known as a draw, that sort of thing. Uh, so, so drop the free sub if you don't mind, just like Rusty Sheds did there. Thank so you easy, I so much. It. It's so easy. Even Floob does it. If Floob, I can do it. Woo! So many plugs out of the way. One more to say, of course, the man behind the ones and twos in the back, Mr. Matty Pie, Secret Matt, running the show tonight. We love him and I'm grateful. Wouldn't know how to do this without him, Matty. You want to say hello to the people real quick and uh, let the Brainiacs know how you're doing. And I mean real quick. I'm doing great. Thanks. That was fantastic. Listen, we're we're there. We're getting, we're getting the dynamic Matt and I here. Best producer in the biz. I wonder if he's getting paid enough. What Matt, do you want to listen, Matt? Are you getting paid enough now? Well, to be <laughs> <laughs> behind the ones to do is give him a follow on Twitter at Mr. Matty Pie. And with all of that out of the way, let's get into what it is we do best around here. As I ask you, Flube, and you, the Brainiacs in the chat. On a scale of one to seven, and I really couldn't be more interested to see people's answers on this show tonight. Uh, on a scale of one to seven, with one being the worst and seven being the best, what do you, Flube, and the Brainiacs in the chat rate tonight's episode of All Elite Wrestling's Dynamite? You didn't pay money for this show, but you did spend, you know what you spent, Flube? Uh, time. The one thing you can't get back, can't which get is time. Back. You're bang on correct. Where are you? Oh, Maddie, can we get the one to seven music playing? And then we'll get to what Flip thinks. Thank you, brother. This is this is all I'm here for. I got bad news for you. Oh, I'll take a hit for Scoops. Big hit there for my brother, the Scoots man. Of course, follow Scoots Brodo. Thank you for that. I should remind people, those channel points, they can be made to make me take a hit, take a drink. We got sound alerts. Go take a point of that. I bet a bunch of you have a ton and sustain this crazy hype train take a we're step. off to. Take a hit. Oh. Flew an expert around these damn parts. The wrestling brain grinder. Was that a check bar in your hand? Did I get that right at a glance? Yeah, good. Well done. Not bad. Eh? You see, that's, that's the bartender guy, instinct. I smelled that from a mile away. Yeah, knows his cans. Floop one to seven. Yeah, yeah. It proves to the pudding, eh? One to seven, Floop. Where were you on tonight's episode? I'm seeing very high scores come in. Not unanimously. We'll get into it. You know, it's weird. I, knowing I was coming on this show and like watching the show, it never occurred to me to like think about this, but I think it's around a five. <laughs> somewhere around a five for flu would it be safe to say and i don't want to put words in your mouth but tonight had a lot of action but maybe the, you, not executed masterfully at every corner yeah lots of matches lots of hype going into it uh i think mostly delivered uh but not like a lot of considering like forbidden doors just around the corner i don't there was i don't know i i feel 
more up in the air about what's going to happen for this than I ever have. So yeah. Maybe that factors into it. I don't know. I think as we get uh, going through the show top to bottom, what you're saying is only going to be more salient. I think that's largely how I feel about the show too. MacMan gifting a sub to our pals in the Stephen Larson, who of course are uh, geniuses in the game and uh, too kind to us. Kind to us for, for no reason in a way that we can't return all love and energy to Stephen Larson. All right, Flube, if you don't mind, I'm going to machine gun through some of the scores in the chat here. And if yeah. you don't mind trying to keep track, we'll see what the average is. Here we go. Thomas W with a seven, Pacefall with a seven, Corfax twelve sixty six with a six, Chin Wallet Owner with a six, Hot Tuna with a seven, Nibbleto five with a six, Kevsell with a six, McMahon eight one three nine six with a seven, Botchild Power Driver with a five, Scoots Bird with a seven, Rusty Sheds with a six, Hartnell with a six point four, Qui Gon Gin and Juice with six and a half, Fast Dave seventeen with a five and a half, Area Thrasher with a five. How are we looking for uh, and five and a half from McVander Huge? How are we looking for an average there? Uh, My God, that was incredible. <laughs> The, oh, yeah, the, the machine gunning through the scores. It's just the auctioneer over here. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is not to get too far off track, but I am not joking. I think I've actually talked about this on a podcast before. That was my dream job growing up. Like yeah. my dream job. Because we'd go to the auction all the time. My grandpa and I out, out in Aldergrove the, and, and sell goats and whatnot. And I like my <laughs> dream job. Like I we didn't listen to the radio or anything. So it like sort of makes sense. It's like, who's talking the most that I see, but I'm dead serious. You like go watch child thing. When I grew up, I want to be an auctioneer. So I've known uh, you for a few up. years now. Like you said, we've 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 been uh, we've been enemies. We've been arch enemies. We've been uh, aligned in the same faction. Uh, if you had told me like your dream job growing up, and I had to guess, I probably would have said auctioneer. So <laughs> yeah, it feels like an insult, and yet is true. Was not, feels like <laughs> no, the... no, no. I've seen some auctioneers in my day. Let me tell you, I can speak fast, but it doesn't make any sense when I do it. So. Anyone that can go. marry those two together? Beautiful. Uh, just another skill of mine that is easily monetizable and will definitely lead to future success for me. Okay. What do you think of that? A uh, high five, low six average flube, something like that? I'd say uh, I, I did the math in my head and I would say it's about a six to five. Beautifully done. Uh, expert level. Now, I saw some sevens in there. I saw some high sixes. And I understand those votes in some ways because... This was an action-packed dynamite. You certainly couldn't say it yeah. wasn't that. And the wrestling on it was largely great, or at least largely interesting. Yeah. Again, no I think complaints. we're going to find that some of the agenting and helicopter view stuff in AEW, the sheer amount of interruptions during the promos and run-ins during the matches tonight, yeah. I, I will get through it, but I, I don't think there's a segment without it. We'll, we'll get through it. I could easily be wrong, but uh, certainly most of the segments tonight uh, had that in the sauce. Fast Dave saying, not enough JAS. Cadenza quickly answering back, not enough JAS. Uh, I think that's sports entertainment. Not enough right there. Uh, Daddy Magic, really. Without Daddy Magic, that's Mike Menard, can we really achieve a seven? That's uh, And I did make the point on uh, last week's show, Flu, but I think it's worth bringing up still. This is an AEW Dynamite that has to build to a 20,000-seat stadium and does not have CM Punk, Brian Danielson, or Kenny Omega to do it with. The arguable top three stars on the roster. Absolutely. That third spot, arguable. But, but Kenny was certainly in that, that space. And so whatever criticism I have to lo uh, lobby at it tonight, I also recognize that this show whips ass to watch and that you're doing it without some of the pieces that are that really make the machine go. And MJF. Oh, he's fired. We don't talk about him anymore. Yeah, he's not even on the alumni page, I hear. That's... Once I saw that out of Sean Ross Sapp, I was like, well, this guy, we're never going to see MJF again. <laughs> was, was I already forgot who he was. <laughs> yeah, me too.
Well, okay, let's get into it. The horrible music of Dynamite plays us in, but not, but is quickly interrupted, I should say, by the song Kazuchika Okada wrote, Judas, as the Jericho Appreciation Society is out, opening tonight with a hair versus hair match, Flube, Ortiz versus Chris Jericho. How excited for this match were you going into it? I was like, I was excited for it, but it wasn't, you know, we'll talk about it later. This is the match where, this is the show where they, get, they were going to have the, the security guards the versus Wardlow. So I was like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard of. So hair versus hair kind of took a backseat. Still excited about it, though. But how could anything really compete with 20 verse 1? I absolutely hear you. Um, I was pretty hyped for this going in just because, like, I think hair versus hair is a cool step. They're amazing. I love them. Um, but I will say that throughout the day when I, I don't know if you saw, but over on the Twitter at, at wrestling underscore brain, I put up a poll asking who was going to win this match, Ortiz or Chris Jericho. And after I forget how many votes, but it was still like 48, 52 or 50, 50, which I found sort of surprising. Like, I just didn't know why Ortiz would get a singles win over Chris Jericho of all people. Like it just never really clicked for me. Um, but all that said. I actually got pretty into this match. Were you able to sort of get swept up into it once it got going? Oh, absolutely. This felt like a huge match to me. The, the crowd was into it. it. Jericho always brings it on a big match, and he brought it tonight. So I was mm -hmm. like, okay, this is this is something, right? So they very quickly got me swept into it. I will say I would have I would have voted for Ortiz to win. I think it's insane mm. that Jericho won this match, and I'll tell you why. Please. Uh, I thought the only reason they were doing this match was because uh at uh the last show whatever jericho wrestled last it was very obvious that the bald spot poking through it was a way to disguise the bald spot would be a hair versus yeah. hair match it's me so it was like, it, his wife is like it's gotta go like i hate it everyone sees it now but so i just assumed that's why we were having the match in the first place so that jericho me, could lose like what you're describing is like a jericho ego crossroads uh is is the ego care more about the bald spot or more about losing to a tag team guy I, on tv i just feel like the people that care about him in his life had to have had an intervention at some point and apparently they haven't yet. he has not hit rock bottom as of yet but he's on his way if zooms was here you know what he would say uh i i think he tweeted it out tonight saying that uh i presume the winner of this match gets the great honor of shaving their head bald uh which is of course the, Zooms, team, the leader of the hashtag play bald movement uh, really thought this match got going on the strike exchanges, which were large swaths of this match. Jericho's sort of a better brawler than I think of him as, and maybe Ortiz is too. I think, and certainly this is true of me versus my Discord, I think I like Proud and Powerful less than most people. Like, I was disappointed with their Bucks match, with their FTR match. I, I like Santana's promos, but I don't think they're like, when, when he's with Eddie Kingston, it's like, I would certainly rather Eddie be talking. Like, I like them, but when people are like, these guys have to be the next champs, I don't have them in that upper echelon for me with your uh, Red Dragon, Bucks, FTR, maybe even, I don't know, House of Black or Team Taz. Obviously, it's quality of wrestlers, but it's just, I don't see them as like these greats and these obvious champions that I think a lot of people I respect and talk wrestling with often do. Um, but this had me be like, oh, maybe I am sort of sleeping on it because this crowd came up so big. And, and if I'm not mistaken, Flu, but I don't know if you noticed this too. It felt like Eddie Kingston was a giant part of getting this crowd into this match just from ringside. Yeah. Did you feel him like getting them and like sweeping them up by going to it? This is very. Well, it was weird too. I don't know how it was in the arena, but like when the match started, like Ortiz runs 
down the ramp right away and gets in and the match is on. So I had no idea yep. that Eddie Kingston was even there. No, I don't. So, I think they only show him on camera like 10 minutes. Okay, not that yeah. long. Five minutes into the match. Well, but like longer than you would think. And it's yep. like, oh, hey, Eddie's there, which makes sense, of course. But like, I know for me, as soon as I saw Eddie, I was like, okay, good. Like we got, we got something cooking here. So something uh, even the odds against uh, who do you, who did Jericho have at ringside? Hager, everybody. Garcia, and 2.0. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so oh. it's one of those things. I, I, I've never seen Eddie Kingston live before, but I know that if I did, the second I see him in the ring or around ringside or whatever, I'm going to lose my mind. So I don't think it's hard for him to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's probably extremely easy for Eddie Kingston to sway crowds of people. Yeah. I imagine I it probably like has been for most of his life. This crowd when that man speaks before... and I disagree with him, I'm swayed. I've never disagreed with Eddie Kingston in my life. I don't know what, what that's about. but He could be like, cigarettes without filters are better partner and i'd be like yeah man who who wants filters on a smoke God, killing that it, guy's man. never smoked a filter in his life in <laughs> absolutely life. not and he wouldn't even understand it i imagine why um first time chatter here irish mac 21 saying long hair and fireballs don't mix that might have been a reason to pick jericho tonight good call uh thank you to jay's retro for subscribing with prime perhaps also proving like flube like jay's retro like so many others how easy it is to subscribe with me Prime. Jay's Retro and I were just a couple old hayseeds over here, and we can do it, so anyone else can do it. You said it perfect. Dax and Osprey makes this alone a five-star minimum, says Sefer. We'll talk about that match, because anyway, this match, mm. uh, Eddie Kingston brawls with the JAS on the outside. He's, of course, easily outnumbered four to one. This is where we get the Santana return. Huge pop for Santana running in. Uh to you know you do get into like a bit of the wrestling logic thing there where it's like why were santana and wheeler yuda just like not out there <laughs> like it, well yuda i don't know but they this goes back a few weeks now and they didn't really ever get into it but it, it was just like a nugget of an episode a couple of weeks back where they were like uh santana's not into this idea he's he's mad at eddie he he doesn't want this feud to continue or whatever and ortiz yeah. was but they never really like dove into that right so but like I remember that it just stuck in my brain. Yeah, there there was no huge payoff to that. I remember people thinking that like Santana might turn on Ortiz there and you get a singles feud. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's a bit clunky that he's like, okay, I'm guess I'm good and we're all fine and I'll just go down there. But I don't care. I, it, it was good that good that he was there. I love seeing him. So good friend Jake saying Eddie ringside is such a presence in a way that few are. I agree with Absolutely. good friend Jake, and that's a great reminder that good friend Jake is the Lance, the mod. Of the AEW dudes chat, if you think you're going to say anything homophobic, racist, transphobic, anything in that vein, even if you think you're joking, flu, Matt, and I got no sense of humor for that sort of thing. We will have you out on your ass. The Lance will torque through you, uh, uh, twist, fling you, wh whatever the worst thing a Lance could do to you to get you out of door is what good friend Jake will be doing to you. So we thank good friend Jake for modding the chat. And uh, I agree. Uh, Eddie is just. I mean, Eddie is a human being in a way that few people are too, I suppose, but definitely well, especially in this business, right? Like it's about not being a human being as much as possible. Eddie just eschews all that. And he's like, Hey, I'm just this dude. And we love uh, him for it. We absolutely do. Uh, Eddie gets into the ring and hits his uh, back fist. I forget the name for it on Chris Jericho. while the ref is out of uh, the ring, breaking up the brawl. 
This puts Jericho down for a very close two count as Ortiz, they do the thing where the finisher hits and on a three, a normal three count, it would have pinned him. But Ortiz is on the outside getting separated. And by the time he realizes what's happening, you still get a, a great 2.9 kick out out of Jericho here. Like a real veteran 2.9, I feel like. Where he's like, all right, don't worry, Eddie. I'm not going to make your finisher look like shit. Like, don't you worry. You, you're going to hit, I'm going to kick out, but don't you worry. This was a, a nice moment, I thought. But then... I mean, there's going to be a lot of and then this happened in matches night. Fuego Del Sol runs out, uh, not associated with anybody here, and attacks Ortiz uh, and gives Jericho the, the space to pick up the win. They go and celebrate on the ramp, but it's not Fuego. Uh, Fuego takes off his mask, and it's Sammy Guevara, uh, who is now reunited with his inner circle brethren in Jake Hager and Chris Jericho. Presumably now he is a member of the Jericho Appreciation Society. This was a little much for me, especially considering how much I was liking the match. I thought up until the old, the kick, the 2.9 kick out, I was like, oh, we got something cooking. And then I was like, oh, that, now it's like, too, what do you call that? Like too many ingredients in the soup or something? Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. I just want to jump in and say I like too many ingredients in the soup. I think that's a good one. And I think it could one, catch on. One too many, one too many herbs. Yeah, it's it is catchy now that you say it because Sammy Guevara is a bit of a herb. You're not kidding. Um, I just uh, maybe I'm just a Sammy Guevara hater, maybe that's why I was so soured on the ending of this. I'm open to that being the reason here. Um, it's maybe a good idea to have him back in a heel faction and to have Tay hopefully doing something else, but I don't know. I was not moved by like, oh, the inner circle's back together in the way that I think maybe they were hoping that we would be. Were you? Was this pairing moving you? I would have rather it have actually been Fuego del Sol. Uh, it would have been more interesting. I agree. Yeah, I could see a guy that isn't doing anything that could maybe be in the JAS. I think that works, but I they they got me on it. I thought it was him at first, and then when you saw him on the ramp, even before he started he taking off the, the mask, like, that's fucking Sammy. Yeah, as soon as you saw the smile, you knew it was Sammy. Yeah, it, didn't, not not for me, not for me. Sammy Guevara is never going to be for me. That's just how it is. I don't now, know what he could do at this point to sell me on him, but it's not whatever it is so far. He hasn't done it. I think there's just nothing for me. I think he has no. to like go away and come back. It's like Triple H and 03. It's like I that hate guy, this guy. That guy needs to go on excursion or something. Go be a young boy. So I, I yeah, like, he's got let Minoru Suzuki mm -hmm. bat you around for a little while. Something. Yeah, like I'd be into that. I would watch that. I would watch me that a well. lot. Now, uh, Floob, you and I don't live too far apart, and I know the town that you live in, and so I know that this is true for you as well. Uh, I'm curious, the chat, this is true for you as well, uh, but a barber is in the ring to cut Ortiz's hair, and this is perfect <laughs> casting. This is legitimately what every barber in Vancouver looks like. Just like a guy with tons of tattoos and like a baggy shirt and uh, a ponytail. This was immaculate casting for a barber i think that's largely true for victoria as well yeah yeah not only was this like a bartender this is a bartender or sorry uh, i just gave away barber it's, yeah. a, it's a barber that works at a barber shop that is also a bar a that i am the bartender at yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah uh but i thought wow amazing amazing casting here um and maybe true for the brainiacs hometowns as well we'll see Thomas BW saying Fuego could have just been the pick me, pick me guy in JAS. Yeah, absolutely. He could have been JAS's Brandon Cutler. I, would, or, like, or I, I wouldn't say I would love that, but I'd be more into it than what it actually was. I just, I don't want, it, it's it's just inner circle again, but just without Santana and Ortiz. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing hair? <laughs> 
Scoots Brodo, who of course you can follow at Scoots Brodo, says, I haven't gotten my hair cut since 2015. I believe I'll that. Take, I've seen Scoots. I'll take every word on this one. He shouldn't. Have you seen his hair? One generation from now, I mean, you're right. It's luscious hair. As you you have grown out yours as well, Poop, and I like it a great deal, the, the long hair. Uh, but I, I will say that they just don't make them like Scoots Brodo anymore. No. One generation from now, there's no more, there's no one that real. I don't even like to think about my life. I don't like to think about my life before Scoots Brodo. I don't even want to think about a time when Scoots Brodo had short hair. Oh, I I, I hadn't even considered. Not for me. It's like Sammy Guevara. Good friend Jake saying, I just got my hair cut today. Many have said I am like the Canadian Ortiz. Yeah, I actually, I was saying that. The flu with the DM. So you know who GF, GFJ is? He's Canadian Ortiz. I, I agreed with it right away. I think that's, uh, Ortiz is uh, Spanish for short hair Jake. <laughs> that is true, actually. Great match, but a little bit too much at the end for me to say like some sort of TV classic, which I did think it was on the way to being. With that said, Flu, let's get to our first keep it or kick it of the evening. Now, I know you know the rules, but in case Zoobs is watching uh, as part of VOD Nation, I will say the rules for his benefit. And for the Brainiacs, who this may be their first time viewing, of course, keep it or kick it is a propped game. We'll do it three times to, during tonight's episode. Although somebody did DM me last week and said, usually you only do two out of three keep it or kick it. And I do think that's true. I think that's a, an appropriate criticism that generally I'm like, ah, oh, it's already getting pretty late. So uh, so I say three, but maybe, you know, th the third one might be like a healthy bonus. Regardless, I make a prompt and then I give you, Floob, and you, the Brainiacs in the chat, the opportunity to go to your emoji bar and use the keep or kick emote to tell me if you want to keep that prompt, which means you like it, you love it, you want some more of it, or you want to kick that prompt, which you despise it, hate it, and never want to see it again, Floob. Yeah, you, of course, remember the rules of keep it or kick it. Yeah, one of my zoobs, of course I know the rules. <laughs> yeah, well, we know that. Let's get to it then. We got to see the rare moment tonight, Floob, where Ortiz was presented as the A-side of Proud and Powerful. Generally, Santana gets your promo time and your hot tag in their tag matches. But I thought that this was probably the best singles match and maybe the best either of them looked since the parking lot brawl in a long time at least. And so with that said, the first keep it or kick it tonight is this statement. Keep it or kick it. Ortiz is the HBK, the A-side, the better wrestler of Proud and Powerful. Keep it or kick it. 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 I've never heard it. Keep it or kick it. Like ever it. Oh my god, it's it. Keep it, or kick it, or kick it. The song's so good you can hear is what I call that one, Floop. Uh I'm gonna buy it. Wow, a unanimous kicks. Not one person, Ortiz goes out puts on the performance of his life and can't buy a fucking keep. Good golly, Miss Molly. I don't know if it's like a recency bias thing, but I'm still like, I'm kind of amazed by it. just like how, how unanimous this is. I hope Ortiz isn't watching. This is brutal. The Brainiacs. Oh, my good golly. Wow. Just a unanimous declaration that the Brainiacs fucking hate Ortiz. 
I'll go through it still all the same. Qui-Gon Jinn and Juice with a kick. Jay's Retro with a kick. Paceball with a kick. Scoots Brodo with a kick. Anfield with a kick. Can Cadenza with a kick. Thomas with a kick. Gavzel with a kick. Hey, my name is Will with a kick. Corvax 1266 with a kick. Keep Prime with a kick. Uh, Area Thrasher with a kick. Fast Dave 17 with a kick. Anfield Road with a kick. Rusty Sheds with a kick. Truly McGinnis with a kick. Obi-Wan Kabashi subscribing with Prime. Thank you, Obi-Wan Kabashi. Uh, not that it's directly related. Has anyone seen the... The Disney Plus Kenobi show. I don't watch More Star like Wars Genetis. stuff in a while, but if there's something that could get me in the door, it'd be that thing. Uh, but but then some people told me it sucks shit, so maybe not. Okay. Uh, all kicks. CSEPA65 subscribing, saying, More like Genetis. Oh, my heavens above. Thank you for the subscription. And I mean, that's what the chat's saying. Chase Retro saying, I hate Ortiz. The chat hates Ortiz. Unanimous, unanimous kicks across the board for poor Ortiz. That might be his, his like his biggest single spotlight he ever gets tonight. That might have come and gone. Not uh, one keep. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Powerful baby. <laughs> no longer proud. Okay. Shamed and powerful. Absolutely loved this next segment. I have complained at length on this program about AW video packages being just like so cut and dry so carbon copy uh flu i don't know if you like me i knew we grew up in the same time zone uh sometimes if you were home from lunch or or home early from school for whatever reason the people's court with rv levin uh, and judge marilyn Millian would be on tv uh, they straight up use that music tonight. I suppose maybe in the TBS family of ownership is uh, people. I don't support. think they care. They yeah, you're probably. I don't even. Yeah, I, you're right. I suppose that. Yeah, they don't ask the questions. This is, this is wrestling. Um, regardless, we get a people's court. Uh, what would you call that? The the videos they play before the trial in people's court. It's like here's your plaintiff. Uh, preamble, I guess, would be what I would. Yeah, yeah well, whatever you would call that. They did one of those here for Wardlow versus the twenty security guards uh, represented by Smart Mark Sterling. Uh, I thought this was creative, fun, I mean, well executed. Right uh, as soon as the font and like the typewriter noise for uh, it's like Wardlow, professional wrestler. Uh, hurt these people or whatever it was. Uh, I, I just thought this was a uh, a great deal of fun. Did, did it, you like this as much as me? Yeah, and, and not like I knew exactly what that song was as soon as I heard it. But it's not like I have like you know fond memories of it. But it's like it felt like I felt warm and fuzzy inside. Yes, like, this rules. I love it. Absolutely, executed. right there with you. Right I feel there like, with I you. I hope they were just sitting on that for a while and be like, where can we use this? Why uh, don't we have Wardlow beat up like twenty people? Well, and beat up 20 people he was about to. We have a request from the chat, Matt. Do you know the People's Court theme, Matty? I guess. I mean, this is an easy, <laughs> easy question. I mean, did, no, did, I just had to unmute her. Right. Right. No, no, I, I didn't have to think too hard. I had to move oh, okay. the cursor over to the, I guess, I guess so. What's the, what's the question? They weren't even thinking of the Matt Prince remix of that song. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay, you guys, can... you guys do your thing. I'll see what I can do. Okay. All right, great. Thanks, Maddie. Well, we'll check in with you later. Dun, dun, <laughs> dun, dun. Um, several ones sort of putting a nice bow on it here. This whole segment was so dumb yet so great. And Cadenza confirming that People's Court is in the Warner Media family. So you might be right, Flube, that they wouldn't care. But even if they did, it would have been very easy for Tony to get on the horn and uh, get that licensing. All the more reason. I love it. 
Uh, I thought this was probably queuing it up for later. Uh, it was not. This led us right into uh, Wardlow versus 20 guys. <laughs> uh, the first thing Jim Ross says on commentary here is, well, we're not sure of the format here. And as he says that, Wardlow just right. like knocks four guys off of the apron and they're like, those four guys are eliminated. I was like, so I was like super disappointed when that happened. I was like, is this like a whole thing a battle royal now? Like, but it wasn't like it wasn't. Wh why did those first four guys get eliminated or five guys, whatever it was? And I'm not talking about hamburgers, Papa. But I, I didn't like I just did not like or understand why those four guys just got knocked off. It's like, well, I've already eliminated four. <laughs> it's like that. no, I if we, okay, so if we could eliminate that first like two yeah. minutes of this entire match, the rest of this was perfection. He did exactly what we thought he was going to do. He was stacking up people, eliminating five at once. I think he pinned and submitted somebody at the same time. Like there was a lot to love here. I was, I was crestfallen at first because I was like, "What? He's just going to knock people out of the ring, and that's it? This is going to be like a thirty-second match." But I was able to put that aside and then accept the purity of what they were giving to me because mm. mm, 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 it was beautiful. It was. Uh, lots of wrestling isn't wrestling. I would call this great wrestling. That isn't like what comes to your mind when you think of what pro wrestling is. Uh, I love this. This was wrestling. This was, this was beautiful. This is your damn right. right. This is Wardlow. This is what Wardlow is going to shine in going forward. It's he's killing it. He's so over. Uh, when Excalibur says it looks like he's knocking down bowling pins. I thought that was sort of perfectly said uh, the pile. I think who, did I did I do the show with Zoobs last week or was did I have a co-host? I can't uh, even yeah, remember. Yeah, had Ryan Lambert. Oh right, I had the great Ryan Lambert. Excellent job. Who I, really did? Uh, so I don't know if it was uh, Ryan or myself, but one of us was like, "He's gonna stack and pin the last yeah. five guys." And, and uh, well, he stacked a lot of guys. <laughs> yeah, we were only off in the number. It was seven guys uh, at once, and a great call from Jr. at the end of this one. I guess the case is dismissed. <laughs> well, and then let's. So the ring announcer said that too after it was over. Oh, the, like, she was like, this case is closed. And I was like, oh, shit, I guess it is. Fantastic stuff. I love it. It's um, easy to recap uh, as Wardlow beat the hell out of these guys. None of them get any offense. They go for her Karanas that are turned into power bombs. Uh, he stacks them. He racks them. The yeah. war dog cometh. It's not clear to me. Well, okay, actually, maybe we'll finish wrapping up the segment and then we go from here. Uh, he is then shouted at by Dan Lambert who says it's clear that Wardlow has spent more time in the weight room than the classroom. And, it's probably uh, true. He's ripped. For sure true. That's not even saying he's stupid. It's just saying he's insanely much. If you had, you know, be kind to me here, but if you had to guess which one I had spent more time in, which one would you guess? Uh, yeah, the gym. Yeah, pretty low on both, unfortunately. Pretty, <laughs> say, a poor attendance record on, uh, on either I, I've of never ones. seen the inside of either of them, so I don't <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Um, but I enjoyed this promo from Dan Lambert that's setting up Scorpio Sky versus Wardlow for the TNT title. What do you think of Wardlow in that scene, Flu? Do you think he should win here and go on like a long sort of Jade Cargill adjacent TNT run? What What's your sense here? What would you do? Uh, I, I'm torn. I, I liked this match. Was, it, was, it was such a like nice display of what he can be. Uh, I don't know if I really want him in the TNT picture outside of the fact that I would prefer anyone else at this point than what they're doing. Right. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's again, and it's, I don't want him to go on like the Jade Cargill run because we've already had the Jade Cargill run. It, it seems just derivative to do it again. 
but again, I don't want to see Scorpio Sky be the TNT champion anymore. So it's, I don't know. I, I think overall I'm into it, but I'd rather, you know, Wardlow's Goldberg. I want to see him do more Goldberg type things. Uh, yeah, attraction I mean, could wrestlers be... don't need Okada yeah. runs, you know? Um, Wardlow would have been a guy like in a carnival that would be your champion. He would just... Sell and you would draw tons I, of tickets. I would go watch. Uh, I love him. Like, I don't want to say this. I don't want this to be like a derogatory thing. Like, I genuinely love love this about Wardlow. I love that's that's what he is, right? Like, we know that he can't do like the 40 minute work rate classic, right? So, well, if you put why... him in there with Kazuchika Okada, he absolutely can. Yeah, well, so could I if I was in there with Kazuchika. But Zooms always says Okada could probably get four stars out of me, which I appreciate. That, that four, that's a good rating, you know. It's my psychology, you know, whatever. Melting you on know. a bad day yeah. gets you at four stars with Kazuchika Okada. You're say. damn yeah. right. Uh, Corvex1266, sort of continuing on your point here, Floob says, I'm skeptical Wardlow could put on consistent four-star or better matches. Yeah, he doesn't need to at all, though. You've, yeah, you've endless it's, it's, wrestlers it's like, on the roster who can. Like, who I don't, the hell cares that Wardlow can't put on a four-star match? What, on what planet does he need to? Neither yeah, do, and that's neither thing, do Goldberg, Big Show, uh, whatever prototype you want. It's, it's not what we're, we're doing here. I guess that's the question. Is the, is the TNT champion, is that sort of... I don't know if this is a bad comparison or not, but is it sort of like the equivalent of like New York's intercontinental championship? Well, and this is the thing you're running into. And now we have the, the Atlantic champion sort of entering the fold too, in some ways, and maybe some ring of honor belts. Wardlow to me is just not the guy at all to put a belt on. Uh, the if attraction like the doesn't title. That's like your, that's sort of your historical court no, no, rank title. Right. So like, absolutely. That's not, not Wardlow. Like he's not macho man. You know what I mean? So you run into a juxtaposition where it's like, Wardlow is who you put it on if you want to rehab the TNT title, which badly needs rehabbing. But I personally think Wardlow can occupy zone over here where it's like his feuds will look more like the giants and the strong men of yesteryear. They are angles with very physical blow-offs and, and fun TV entertainment. Like, yeah, the carnival uh, matches. That's exactly right. Uh and so think think Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns. Like right. th things of that ilk is what he can look at like at the high end to me. So um, I am also, I suppose, skeptical. Like I outright don't think he can put on consistent four-star matches. Like, I'm not so. even skeptical of it. But I uh, can he put on four-star entertainment for me on like a weekly wrestling show and remain insanely over? Like, why not? Yeah. I, absolutely. There's I think everyone could... else on the Raw. You got Chuck Taylor if they ever need somebody to go out there and put on a 35-minute classic. You just got Chucky e. T sitting in the He's back. Just sitting there. I don't know. I Ready feel like the TNT belt's a little beneath him, but <laughs> I don't know. Wardlow, people... I don't know. He's he can like he could rehab that belt for sure, but then he would sort of to me just sort of feel like a transitional champion, which I feel kind of cheapens his his draw a little bit. So his losses should be few and far between, and in mm -hmm. ways that you basically have to blow him up. Like that makes perfect yeah. sense to me. Uh, I like the way Niblet05 puts it here. TNT title needs Wardlow more than he needs the belt. Yeah, that's I, I totally agree. Great point. Uh, Thomas W saying, I think a belt on Wardlow would be cool, but a quick turnaround boost, uh, but as a quick turnaround boost to the TNT title would have to be smart how he loses it, though. And it's like, why even put yourself in that position? Like, there's so many people who could rehab that TNT title, right? It, it just doesn't, it feels like you're forcing Wardlow into this spot where of all people who could just be the work rate TNT person and rehab that belt. I don't think it should be Wardlow. And I think it is going to be because how the hell do you have Scorpio sky beat Wardlow? Even if, if all just... legal Ethan pages at ringside with a gun, I'm not sure I'm buying. 
If you just want to put a belt around Wardlow because it would look cool, like it doesn't have, like, I don't know, have him beat the shit out of Ricky Starks. This is pro wrestling. Looking cool is deeply important. Yeah. And he would look cool with the belt. There's no question, right? But it it doesn't have to be the one that doesn't fit him. Totally agree. Uh, Dan Lambert then says, I've got legends in the house. Uh, And he he sicks them onto Wardlow. Now, Floop, uh, I hate to talk even more here, but I'm a, a diehard MMA fan, as you know. And so before we saw the crowd shot, we hear the names. He goes, I have yeah, two, legend, two UFC yeah. champions here. And he goes, I've got Tyron Woodley. And I go, oh, you know, Tyron Woodley, that's a, that's a guy who can uh, who can threaten someone, a believable threat to Wardlow in some ways. Uh, and, and then he goes, and Matt Hughes. Matt Hughes. And and I go, and I, I mean 100% serious, Flu. And of course, if you want to join my Discord, you can do so at patreon.com slash J0SHC, $5 a month. Gets you into my Discord where the best pro wrestling discourse on earth is going down day in and day out. Uh, uh, in there. But as the hunks are in there, and you, you, damn, you know well all about it, Flu. Uh, so I, I hear him say Matt Hughes, and I go, Matt, all I say is Matt Hughes can barely fucking walk. Like Matt Hughes was hit by a train in 2018. And was like near death. Don't worry. Don't feel sorry for him. He's a horrible guy. Uh, so it's, it's one of those we can cheer for the train, which is always, you know, helps you exhale. And uh, and sure enough, uh, Tyron Woodley, spry as ever, uh, gets to the ring. But but Matt Hughes, who has all the lucidity of uh, <laughs> all the lucidity of uh, the movie Waking Life, is like glazed over, hobbling towards the ring. I I just thought, what the fuck are we thinking? What? What if Wardlow lays a hand on Matt Hughes and finishes him off for good? Like that, what what threat is Matt Hughes? And this isn't some hidden thing, Flu. I know you probably aren't super familiar with Matt Hughes. Did you notice how he was moving? Matt Hardy, <laughs> Matt Hardy is Simone Biles compared to this guy. <laughs> um, on, how's that for an analogy? That right? was, oh my God. That's why you're best in the biz. But uh, okay, so I'll say I'm I'm an extremely, extremely, extremely lapsed MMA fan. I know who Matt Hughes oh, is. Oh, okay. So what do you, what did you think of when they said and you saw Matt Hughes? I was like, I know who Matt Hughes is, so that's a bad thing. <laughs> Instantly you know Matt he's Hughes. old. <laughs> yeah. And so and then yeah, he walked to the ring like he was fucking like May Young today. I was, I was just like, what is he okay? Uh no. Uh he no, he was not very yeah. okay. Uh but much like Tyron. Uh, very easily influenced as uh, Wardlow is just like, you know, Dan Lambert's an asshole, right? Why would you team with him? And uh, they they align themselves with Wardlow. Is, I'm assuming this is a one-off thing. This was very messy to me. Like Matt, he's, he's wearing like the top, the American top team shirt. Like he's very clearly like, <laughs> this is one of his guys. And he's just Tyron gonna, like, Woodley, Irish like whips, uh, Mark Sterling into Wardlow. He eats a power bomb and that's like, the segment. Uh, so I don't know. Is there going to be some sort of like top team turmoil coming up, or well, is this just like so St. Louis, a St. Louis guy? So for him, it's just like a big baby face moment. But I just the inclusion of Matt Hughes here no, is no, insane. It, it like it, it's so it's a crazy decision. Like it's a crazy like if did no one like was Tony Khan did he like say like, oh I have this legend Matt Hughes and Tony Khan was just like okay that's great like that must have just been what's happened. I think I, I think our our good friend Andrew Cizak would tell you that any St. Louis babyface is just a heel in disguise. 
Slack for St. Louis. Now there's the best feud in the biz. Yeah. And I'm inclined to agree. Like, oh, hey, we're all from St. Louis. Okay. Then I don't trust any of you. But I don't think Matt Hughes is from St. Louis. He might. Well, that's even worse. But he certainly isn't associated with it. Like, he's like a militant champ guy from like the Midwest. Like, he may. He may be born in St. Louis or something, but like where he is like attributed to during his MMA tenure is certainly not St. Louis. He enters to uh, thank God I'm a country boy. <laughs> don't don't like that. Don't not like much that. like about uh, Mr. Matt Hughes. I hope that's the last time we see him. That that was truly upsetting. It, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, it made me feel old in a way that few things do. Uh, another segment, two in a row, where I would say I was enjoying it, and of course I enjoyed the Wardlow match here, but the ending left something to be desired. Thank you to America is so bad for the take a hit. I think I'm getting more take a hits than usual tonight. Is the show okay, Flub? Am I am I am I on one? Because that last one I really reefed her. So there's, there's I'm gonna take so a smaller one this time. Man, it's yeah, it it's a crazy show. Maybe maybe we should slow it down a little bit. I'm gonna take a hit for the working man if that's okay. Please should I wait till someone Yeah, somebody give uh, a sip for the working man to, to the floobster. Let's let's get loose. And if you're at home right now, I just like flashed it down before and he called it. You gotta you gotta give it up for that. So you absolutely have to. Scoots Broda saying, Josh, is saving my bits to hit you with a puff puff right off the bat. Uh, he is the Scoots that's true. man. Scoots always knows when it's time. Mm. Now, Flu, we're about to talk about a match. That I fucking Ooh. loved. But before we do, I would like to tease a couple things here. Maddie and I will be doing a post-show show tonight. Uh, lots to talk about. Uh, I will be addressing the... I mean, I will be addressing because it sounds like somebody gives a fuck. Uh, but we will be talking about the Vince McMahon news of today, at least briefly. Uh, if you have a couple people in our Twitter mentions being like, did you see this? Did you see this? I was just in like dynamite, keep it or kick it mode. I just tweeted out that he was a scumbag. Um, and I have a lot to say about... Kind of how poorly I felt about the response to it online today, uh, including for some people that I respect. So stay tuned for that in the post-show show. As well, Floob, you are here. You are actually going to be the first person to play our new segment, Reddit Said It. Uh, we'll be okay, playing it here in uh, 15, 20. But I got to say, merch match is always the, the S-tier segment around these parts, right? I'm going on the record. I'm not saying Reddit Said It's going to be merch match. It could nip at the heels. This, this is by who knows not on the first episode, but I'm saying when we get this uh, d -d -d dialed in, it could be a real contender. We're gonna have some fun with Reddit. Set it. I think we have a, like a work rate champion here coming up. So, perfectly I'm very excited. excited. As always, my brother. Oh hell yeah! Two sets for the working man. Those are both for you, Flube. Get those. Get that check bar down and that fine check pilsner bear. Just, I'm still blown Walker away. Beer? I just, it was just. It was like up on the camera for a second, and he's like, "Is that is that a check fire?" And I was like, "I don't know what you just said." And I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, it is." Beer brain, can brain. Uh, regardless, thank you to everybody for the the <laughs> bit spent and the subs tonight. Very very kind. Look at uh, Flube, all the support for you. The people, the people love Flube. Hey, it's that wrestling brain bump. What can I say? William Osprey and Dax Harwood. Uh, I said the opener was not the TV classic I was hoping it was going to be. Uh, Dax Harwood versus Guy Who Wants to Fly is reliably a match that's going to work for me. Uh, I thought Will Ospreay felt huge on his entrance here. He carried with like the New Japan gear is like he looks and feels big time in this AEW setting, which not everybody has. Like I remember Nagata being another guy who like felt elevated, but there were some who 
like Ishii, for instance, like in his Adam Cole match, I don't feel like he was especially served in AEW, but I do feel like Will Ospreay is. Crowd is very hot for this one out the gate. Uh, and I would call this match uh, punch and suplex versus kick and fly. Um, what a blast this was, man. I'll get, I'll get more into the ins and outs here in a minute. But were you were you expecting this to be uh, very good and did it meet your expectations? If so? <laughs> I, I will comment on that in one second, but I feel very sure. privileged right now. Oh, I get to do a thing that not a lot of people have get get to do. I'm actually watching Maddie eat right now, and it's <laughs> as good as advertised. How distracting is it? <laughs> it's it's insane, right? I, I was listening to you. I heard all the words. I love them. I I have some thoughts, but you I don't have to like, pretend that Maddie eating takes me out of it all the time too. Especially as it gets later, it's like you're getting hungrier, and it's like, oh, I got fettuccine. It's like, oh yeah, that'd be pretty fucking good, wouldn't it? What do you what do you got today, Maddie? It looks yeah, good. What do you got I see, tonight? I see some Maddie. broccoli there. I see. Yeah, it's a... yeah. It seems to be sort of a mix of things. Looks like I got like a tahini sauce with um, broccoli, mm. asparagus, and carrots. Wow, might sounds be good as hell. Tahini at, rules. Might be looking at uh, leftover pasta salad from last night and uh, some cherry tomatoes. So a good a good mix of things with a little bit of lettuce in there to give me a couple more greens. This guy's so, speaking my language over yeah, here. That sounds so good. And the pasta tahini salad, in general is a winner. I love tahini. And the uh, pasta salad is made from uh, quinoa cauliflower noodles. We're, we're experimenting with other kinds of noodles uh, for the for pasta salad specifically. And it's it honestly, you don't lose a whole lot. You might be looking at a guy that's been making his own hummus over here. I'm not saying <laughs> more than that, but big fan of the tahini. It's good stuff. Make it. What did you think of this one, Flug? Did you love uh, Osprey and Dax as much as I did? And were you expecting it to sort of kick ass going into the day? Yeah, I think so. So, like, I had to... Anytime Will Ospreay's in the match, I have to put aside my general disdain for him as a human being um, because otherwise I'm not going to enjoy it. And I know that he's very good. So I was able to do that today. I think Dax helps a lot with that because... Sure. He's Dax. He's the greatest, right? So, uh, yeah, this match kicked ass. What can you say? It was... uh, big flippy guy versus guy that loves to be on the ground and punch people uh guy that hates new japan versus a new japan guy it's just the perfect style clash it was yeah wonderful i was uh, you're right osprey felt gigantic and as much as i hated that it made sense and it just elevated everything so that being said i wasn't too big into i i recognize why osprey had to win i didn't i would have liked to have mm, yeah take the win here but there's more yeah, to come, I'm sure. So, yeah, and I don't mind it for tag team guys to pick up singles losses. Like the story is like Kyle O'Reilly right now is getting the singles guy push. Dax right. is getting the I want to be out there working. And as it pertains to Osprey, I, I always feel crappy talking about this because it just sort of like admits that I've made a moral concession at course, some point. Hey, if you're into this business, is all you just have to do that. Exactly what I was about to say. It's like, but Osprey does not push the, I like it sticks to him more than other people. And then I don't want to make this some big discussion about this, but like there are other people in wrestling that have like horrendous backgrounds that get completely cheered on TV and cheer and are favorites by people Absolutely. who yeah, have it's, it's, like, uh... I, not, I don't know. I'm not here to say what's worse and better of anything, but I have just been able for a while uh, to will Osprey is a wrestler that I do not personally like, but to watch, I mean, he he puts on reliable Cracker Jacks for me. Absolutely. And uh, maybe that's not good. Maybe I should have a firmer moral line. But uh, frankly, there would be people that I would have to drop before Will Ospreay uh, on that road. 
So uh, I get what you're saying for sure. Uh, but as that says, I will praise him. That free sell he did out of the German suplex where he just like sort of collapsed on himself yeah, and was hanging little... there. The How many times does Dax go back to moves? I love it. So few guys do it. Doesn't get the rebound power bomb. Reversed into the Huracana insane spot. Goes back to it. Does get it. Close 2.9. I forget the exact move, but when they're on the top, I forget what Dax is going for. Maybe it's just a superplex from the, yeah. the second rope. And Will Ospreay like spins himself midair to make it a crossbody while they're going down. That, yeah. like, I don't understand how you physically do that. Like, I don't know. How do you just like, create? <laughs> I'm just spinning now. Uh, it, it's very tricky. Will Ospreay more than any kind of like sort of like your high. Maybe. Okay. I, sh I shouldn't say more than anyone because Ray Phoenix exists, but out of all the high flyers out there, there's very few that you can tell no matter what they're doing, no matter how crazy it looks, you can tell they're in like total control of their body and what they're doing next. And yeah. it's like all, I, I, again, I think Phoenix is sort of like the top tier of that. Uh, but yeah, Osprey's not far behind. Yeah. I think Phoenix would probably top that chart for a lot of people. Um, but the, the Phoenix fact, isn't human, right? Yeah, so. Phoenix is different. And Osprey at this point probably has, what, 100 pounds on Phoenix? Oh, yeah. I feel definitely. like Osprey is having a moment right now, sort of like the Young Bucks in, I don't know, around the Golden Lovers versus the Young Bucks match, where people are sort of like, oh, okay, this guy actually doesn't have horrible psychology. That's just what we thought he used to be. Like, Will Osprey is really different from, like, Super Junior's Osprey. Like, yeah, really, it, feels really like, different. it feels like Osprey has been himself, and then all of a sudden, somewhere along the line, like, Jim Cornette got in his ear. Yeah, um, yeah. It honestly does feel like that. Like, somebody was like, and he's still, God, in every multi-man tag in New Japan, he does the, like, all right, tag me in third of three and everybody on the other team stands still stuff, which is just, yeah, you're, you're, you've that's listened to me one. talk about wrestling a long time. Flub. You know, that's like my instant pet peeves. Drives me crazy. Still, too. Well, this is horrible to watch, uh, but it's mm. anyway, yeah. Dax. I agree with good friend Jake here. Christian is a big guy for that. He goes for, he goes multiple times to set up for the kill switch before setting it up or um, yeah, that guy needs to change his fucking move though. That like, uh, he's got like a 2% success rate on that. Yeah, I've seen not... over his entire career. You want it to be protected or, you know, uh, oh my goodness. Who's the, the, not that you should know this flu. Does anybody in the chat, the all Japan ace Miyahara Miyahara is the guy. He does the, the stalled German suplex for his finish. And like his matches are just about him getting that grip and like guys breaking that a little bit like proto rainmaker risk control Okada. But, uh, Miyahara is also somebody who I think really flies the, the flag for that. Uh, really couldn't say enough good things about this match. The where they're on their hands and knees, like headbutting one another. Oh yeah! It's like now this is wrestling. <laughs> I don't. I don't think this is like a stretch to say, but this is easily the match of the night for me. Oh yeah, yeah. This yeah. would be like in the discussion for TV matches of the year for me. Now, yeah. Dynamite gives us great TV matches all the time, so I don't want to throw it out there as like the topic. But it would certainly of the ones that come to mind. This is a, will like, be among. Yeah, them. this seems like one we'd be re revisiting at the end of the year. So. Yeah, totally. Keep it agree. in mind for Josh's Patreon at the end of the year when we do all that. Oh man, I can't wait. It's not that. my best plug, but yeah, you know what we're talking about. Hey, you, you know what I know. We know. Everybody knows what we're talking about. The United Empire is out uh, after Osprey does pick up the win here. Uh, Cash runs out to help his tag team partner to even the odds. Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero are right behind him, uh, and yet they are still one person shy in this matchup. And then the Pixies start playing. Orange Cassidy's no longer injured. And what a reaction for Freshly, freshly Squeezed here. That's got to feel good that after like 
this barn burner match and like there's stars in the ring and like Osprey sort of a special attraction his own way. And even Dax right now is a, and to get that sort of reaction. And I think I did exactly what the crowd did. I was like, Oh, it's cool that orange Cassidy's here. But then when he faced off with Will Ospreay, it's like, if Will Ospreay pissed off orange Cassidy, like they could really get to it. Like if they, if you get Lucha Cassidy to emerge, like I wouldn't mind seeing that. And I think the crowd sort of realized that at the same time. And they were hot for this. I popped pretty hard for it. You have to love the it. Pixies really work for Orange Cassidy, don't they? It's, it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite things about him is that because I love that song and he's taken it away from Fight Club. And Thank God somebody has to reclaim it. That's a great point. Yeah, but yeah, this was great. the The face off was amazing. You know, that's all Orange Cassidy does. He faces off and then he does his matches. But we know he's got it in him. So that's exactly right. Uh, is this gonna be so. Is this gonna be an Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay match? I think it's going to be a multi-man. Multi-man, going to be yeah. like a weird 5v5 with FTR. Well, you couldn't have Chuck Taylor in this match. But he's got to be here somewhere. Where's he going to be? You're going to have guys like Will, the, the Aussie Chuck Open Taylor? fighting okay, Chuck so Taylor? So we're saving Chuck Taylor for Okada is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. you gotta, you, you'd be one versus five against Chuck E.D. with those. But maybe, yeah, maybe Will we should clone Okada off. and have two Okadas versus Chuck Taylor. I get it. I get it. Here, here comes Aussie Open to eat a double awful waffle at the same time. You're, you're dish, you're dish. Yeah, I want to watch that, though. That'd be great. Hey, I'm with you. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't wait for the return of uh, Charles Taylor. Um, I hear that he's doing like a lot of coaching with the women backstage is what I've been reading. But oh, that uh, that's all well and good. But let's... Uh, you know, Chucky e. T for champion. Hell of a match here, though. Uh, again, very not convoluted at the end, but but for something that starts as a singles match, boy, do you ever end this segment with like a lot of bodies in the ring. Uh, another sort of consistent theme in tonight. Okay. We get something that I always love on the show. A John Moxley promo. You love big fucking Mox, eh, Flu? Fucking love big Mox. He's been hunting big game. I think the beginning of this promo, did he say this on Rampage or something? I felt like I had heard this part before. Chat, he, maybe you know. When I he's talking about how he's a big game hunter and he's gotten Naito, he's gone after Okada, he's gone after the one guy he's never gone after is the ace of the universe. Um, this, and he ends the I, promo by saying, I am the fucking forbidden door. Big Mox? Yeah, every time he was like, they call you ace, but not for long. I was like, ooh. Yeah, he, he's so smart oh, at what he makes oh, these matches yeah. about. Because instantly he's like, listen, it'd be nice to go for the IWGP title. But you know what they call you? They call you, they ace. Call you ace. But not for long. Like, I'm coming for that. Yeah, title. twice. And I fucking exploded both times. I was like. And, and Mox doesn't feel like a traditional ace of a company. Oh, but he's um, been chasing him. But he's Mox. You could make a case Mox has been the ace of AEW. You could make that case of I the entire promotion. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's like he feels so. If you went through maybe, like the aces maybe of federation, maybe Hangman's close, but like to me, it's it's Mox. Yeah. Well, I think it it is Mox. It's only that he feels like so unnatural in the ace position. Like not unnatural, but you just you think of like I don't the think so. I think he, throughout time, and he's just he's just got a credibility around him that you can stick him anywhere, and it makes sense. I don't I don't think he's out of place in any position. Uh, Zang Zone saying, hit me with that soul food, brother. Oh, I wish I could. Uh, what a move. Flap. Yeah, anyway. Um, fantastic stuff here out of Mox. Did you ever see that, uh, the, any of the quotes from that TK interview today about the Mox Tanahashi match flu, about how New Japan, well, I'll fill you and the chat in then. New Japan has been trying to make this match for ages. 
And Tony has been saying no. He's been saying, oh, wow. We have to have something to do with this because I know what a big match this is. Oh, so and I got they to don't want to have like the big like one. Yeah, because they want to have it in there. Okay, I got you. Yeah. And it, it was so cool to me because Ring of Honor just got so walked on a leash in their relationship with New Japan. And it's cool to know that Tony Khan, I don't know how often he can flex it or, but it's like, he has, it's like, oh, you want Mox? It's like, yeah, maybe maybe we can make something work here. Uh, And so that's why Mox and Ace have been cutting promos on each other for basically two years and not linked up. It's something like they've kept alive. Pretty cool. I like that. I wonder like how, what is NJPW getting out of this? I feel like this is like a pay-per-view that's built to like build up AEW. I don't, I don't think New Japan's getting a lot out of it. They need rehab right now. Like they have lost so much of their American fan base uh, because of poor booking and just a longer clap only crowds than America's had. I think like a little exposure to the American audience to be like, Hey, you love these guys. Remember? Like, remember, remember Kenny Omega wrestled these guys. You loved that. I I think that's probably what they hope for, but I do see what you're saying. I just kind of wonder if like their plans like link up with what AEW wants, like because we watched Dominion this past weekend, right? Like it's yeah. I don't know. Did you expect Jay White to come away with that title? Like, were you not expecting? Like, that seems like a the booking decision that flies in the face of what they wanted to do for Forbidden Door. Dude, the booking is so bad in New Japan right now that like the only reason I could buy is like, oh right, maybe I should have seen that coming because just anything can happen. Sure, but like I don't know. It just seems like to me nope. it almost seems like they were like, hey we're here too. This is what we want to do. And they just went and did it without any kind of like consideration for Bindor. I don't know. I, I just wonder if there's a bit of like disconnect there. It feels, yeah, it definitely feels like there is to some degree. Like this card just feels nowhere near complete. And I get on a plane to Chicago next Friday. So, I mean, it's going to be a good show. You're, you're getting for now. I'm assuming it's not going to change, but you're getting, you're getting mocks versus the ace. So like, Hey, here is hoping they are now in ring together after this video package everything's on the line mox continues his program and by the end like you said flu he goes mox you or sorry you will call me ace and in that moment chris jericho interrupts what are we doing here um he cuts a promo about how mox knows this should be jericho's spot um i don't know why he thinks that i disagree yeah i don't think so I mean, Jericho is 1-0 over Ace. Maybe that's what he meant. Uh, I love that Wrestle Kingdom match between Jericho and Tanahashi for some reason. It's, it's Wrestle Kingdom. It's very good. It's great. 14? Yeah. 13? Um, anyway. It's pretty good. Jericho's <laughs> annoying here. Uh, Ace goes, Jericho, shut up. Crowd comes unglued for the Ace speaking English. Unglued. Three minutes of Jericho talking? That's fine. The Ace Jericho not universe, shut up? If I'm just up immediately, yeah, the love and energy is going to strike him down should his mouth continue. I would never uh, talk again. But instead, he summons the Jericho Appreciation Society to go beat up Mox and the Ace of the Universe. Uh, the crowd hates this to their credit. I thought the Jericho promo was like kind of lame, but the yep. crowd is like, they do not want to see the Ace and Mox beat up. They are furious that this is happening. Uh, and then Suzuki Goon runs out. Lance Archer and El Desperado. Uh, of course, Minoru Suzuki's what fourth and fifth over in Suzuki Goon, uh, and they continue the beatdown. Uh, and then there's a, a convoluted promo about how at Forbidden Door, Chris Jericho will have a match. He will be teaming with the head of 
and to Jericho's credit, he did a pretty good job. He had a lot to get across here, and he, yeah. he explained it. Uh, he's going to team with the leader of Suzuki Goon, Minoru Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara, who you'll remember they teamed up earlier uh, tonight. And they're going to be going against Mox's little friend, Wheeler Yuta. And I thought, that's interesting. Cool. Yeah. And then he said, Mox's little friend, Shota Amino. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with the John Moxley Shota Amino run in New Japan, I'm not exaggerating when I say it's one of my favorite runs in it's pro wrestling. Unbelievable. How would you surmise it? Like, what would you say? How would you describe the mock shooter dynamic in New Japan? Um, like a fucked up Batman and Robin. <laughs> I like that. John Moxley enters New Japan hot out of New York. He's a huge deal. He's entering the G1. And basically it is said that New Japan is going to give him a young lion to help him like translate and make this transition over to new japan pro wrestling but it's this sort of cast aside young lion not one of like the highly scouted ones and he's sort of like dorky and detached and mox just like takes him under his wing and is kind of rough on him i would say I, jump I, in please. i have a better compare do you ever see bad santa yes yes they have the bad Santa, and what is that? His nephew, his grandson. No, it's like the house that he broke into. I guess, uh, yeah, there is some sort of. I, I think don't that's but right. It's that kid, that really weird kind of loser kid. That is and... exactly it. Holy shit. Breaking news. Oh my God. Flub, you okay to go a little late tonight? Yeah, I'll be here all night if you want me to. Maddie, you in my ears? Do you have, are you on a hard timeline tonight? So so. Okay. Uh, TD podcast, of course, our guy Paul saying that uh, Raj Girl, generally reasonably reliable uh, wrestling Twitter source, is reporting that Sasha Banks has been released. That is fucking gigantic. Yeah, that's... Ah, oh, man. That is basically the best women's that's... signing, maybe the best signing period AEW could make. If you... I don't know how... You somehow release Sasha Banks, who is an actual ratings draw, an That's actual star. star. Like rivals Roman Reigns in terms of, and maybe more so in terms of like how Roman Reigns has never been in fucking Star Wars or on uh, the the Hot One show, or uh, she she has like pop culture crossover. Holy! If smoke. you disagree, try shit talking Sasha Banks on Twitter. It's the end of you. It's like Taylor Swift level. As you'll see in the chat, uh, Flub, uh, we call her Sushi Bonks around here because the one day I shit on her on Twitter was a bad day for the wrestling brand. Exclamation. So sushi Bonks. Yeah, so the, the, do not come for Sushi Bonks. Um, the uh, Bonkheads will come for you. Uh, Maddie, do you mind unmuting for a second? Because while well, you may not have a remix off the top of your head of the, the song, I know that you have what I would describe as a, a killer Sasha Banks impression. You want me to do a Sasha Banks impression? When I have the championship, <laughs> this is what you want me to do. <laughs> I am oh, the WWE God. women's champion. Maddie's <laughs> uh, um, wearing like the blinder sunglasses right now, yeah. like holding up a legit boss like knuck rings. <laughs> it's it's pretty impressive. Holy smoke! Can his you... hair is blue for some reason? It's uh, yeah, that was great. Is there a chance Sasha Banks gets like CM Punk money? Yeah, I think that's she, on the table. Right? Like, I like you know, it's 
I can see. Yeah, of course she can. Like she's she, she's she literally she's so up the card that it's she's almost, a bigger star than CM Punk. She might maybe that not, might be true. That might not be in true. wrestling maybe, but like pop culture wise, I don't think there's. I, she's up there at the top. I literally. I mean, this sounds like a stupid thing to say aloud, but I'm just responding in real time. It's almost a problem for the women's division how much better she is in ring and star power wise than that. Like she will swallow that division whole. Jade could withstand it. it. It reminds it reminds me of Punk's title reign, like the the initial run there, where it's like he's just eating guys. Like Curtis Axel and Alberto Del Rio just look like fools. I mean, he ultimately does it to Cena and Rock too, and whoever else. But holy yeah. smokes! Even, Sorry to pause even, the dynamite review, but that's that's gigantic. no, that's we gotta talk about it. That that's the biggest news of the night. Like it, yeah. Thunder Rosa feels tiny now as a result. Like just oh. thinking about that's the thing. Like who's who do you send after Sat? Like Sasha Banks, she comes in, she takes, she has to take the title. Who who do you send after? Jade, Nyla Rose, maybe. I, like it, there's there's obviously people she can work with, but there is. But again, none that I don't think would just be. You'd have to yeah. be dreaming of her to elevate these people pretty rapidly. And that's tough to do when they're not really believable in beating her. There's people who are great at it. Um, there are wrestlers who I would say are like that is outright their skill, you know, you getting somebody over in a loss. But uh wow. Bull Nakano come out of retirement or like what? Yeah. <laughs> can't wait to see that. Because yeah. we're saying can't comprehend why New York would let her leave instead of stashed away off TV until her contract expires. Yeah, that's their normal move. That was the, yeah, that was like the pop but again, movie. you know what, Scoots? Sasha probably has like actual fucking entertainment lawyers and people who will look at these. This is how it works in the UFC. Like, if you are a big enough star, that's when you can start to challenge these contracts and these like, am I an independent contractor or not? Moments and like you can get these steel to these bars to bend. And so again, what do I know? But if I had to guess, that's on the table. Yeah, Maddie. I got my. <clears throat> I, I need you to acknowledge if I have my hand up. Just. Oh yeah, sorry, Matt. You got your hand up. Go ahead. Thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> sir. Getting uh, a, a real vibe on how things work around here now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I got to put my hand up, and oftentimes Josh will just never. But anyway, uh, I think my theory is that this is to take some of the shine off of the McMahon news that we've heard. Wow, that is so smart, Matt. Brains in the chat for Secret Matt. Wow. So with the McMahon news released today, you do something enormous uh, to try and adjust that news cycle. That is savvy as hell, Matt. That feels outright realistic to me. It's almost like they were sitting on that, wasn't it? Because this this <laughs> has been... I feel like this has been coming for like weeks now, right? Like it's been, what, three, four weeks since the, the whole like... Like, like no showing and sitting out maybe even a little longer at this and point, like naomi no? i don't think has well been that's what i was about to ask is so like if they're willing to let sasha go surely naomi would be shortly behind no like that would or they wouldn't there's a, obviously the uso connection but like I, I don't think that would really yeah it's if they're gonna let sasha go then naomi is absolutely on on the chopping block which by the way also would be a great addition to like the women's division in aw but uh man for, for sure, no disrespect yeah. to Naomi, but she's like, Sasha's a yeah, game Sasha changer thinks. for that division. Naomi's like a good hand. Like, I wouldn't even say you put the belt on Naomi. No, no, no. Um, but but Sasha, like you said, is 
an obvious immediate champion. Like here she is day one. Oh, no record. It's uh, her against whoever is currently holding the AW women's world title. Like, oh, but she's from now. Yeah, that's right. Day one. Yeah. Day one ish. Going to be wild to follow this. Let's jump back into dynamite. Of course, Jericho is mid promo here explaining the Shota Amino is part of this tag team. He'll be facing. And lastly, and maybe even more awkwardly, Eddie Kingston. Uh, who he says he just can't wait to get his hands on again. So again, the teams are Chris Jericho, Minoru Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara taking on Wheeler Yuta, Shota Amino, and Eddie Kingston. Not nothing natural about this. This is a mess. And yet you say these names, and it's like I will watch them wrestle. Um, but but I, very sloppy. Just to, because to shooters it. in it, that's like that's what's piqued my interest. Which is weird when you think about it, but like, because no, it's, it's Kingston, very understandable. But I was just like, yeah, they got shooters. So I'm like, okay, you've got me. Because there has to be some sort of involvement with Mox now and probably Ace. Look into the camera shooter. Look into the camera shooter. Show him. Put your fingers up, shooter. Show him. Show him. The cold death stare of the shooter. That stare. Haunting. Haunting. Shooter, shooter this stare. Is- this is, I mean, this is unfair to Shooter Amino to say, but I'm being 1 million percent serious, and this is only just revealing my taste in wrestling. I would be more hype for Shota Amino is escorting John Moxley to the ring to face off against Tanahashi than he's oh, in Yeah, match. of course. Like, yeah. I just want a 10 second, like we got at Capital Collision. I don't know if you saw that, but before Shooter's match at Capital Collision, he was backstage and Mox was sitting on a chair, and Mox uh, looked at him. He's like, What are you waiting for? Get him, Shooter. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit about whatever Shooter does in the ring. I just love I, when he gets yelled at by Mox. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it can uh, be extended to Eddie because, like, the Eddie Mox connections. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, like some Eddie, Eddie shooter moments. But I don't think we'll I'm see. going out on a limb when I say this, but I think Eddie would be very good at yelling at shooter. It seems like he would be. Seems like he would know it, what to do. Frankly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This was the, I. This I, I have no words for all of this segment. I. It's weird to take time out of an ace and mox showdown that felt chilling i was like i had like the hairs on my arm standing up for this this is such a big moment all of a sudden we're <laughs> i don't know like a thrown together match because hey jericho needs to be on this and eddie should be on this but we don't really have anything for him and like it just uh, felt very and then, awkward and like sammy Guevara again he just kills it and I was pissed to see say the take Conte there. I thought maybe with him joining the JS that she would be off doing her own thing again. Yeah, which I would love because I think she's genuinely very good. But this is just poison for her. I, yeah, I just give me. And I also too in the moment like when all this was happening, I was like, holy fuck, they've already probably taken Okada versus Hangman away from us. Now they're gonna take away. It felt like in the moment they were taking away Shooter or sorry, uh, Hang. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Ace versus Mox, right? Because yeah. he was like, are they going to make this like some sort of weird like multi-net? I'm glad they didn't. Well, I think in the yeah, moment, I was like, what are they doing? I don't know if this was everybody else's takeaway, but I thought it probably means we're getting a tag match next week, like Mox and Ace. Or maybe even at like Rampage. Yeah, or something like that, but we'll see. But I don't uh, want Ace's first match in AEW to be like a throwaway tag match. I wouldn't mind seeing Mox and Ace tag, though. I would take it's, do you remember the Mox and Okada tag match? Yeah, that was great. But I would like to see it after. Seeing, yeah, I, I, I totally understand that. But if you only have the New Japan guys until Forbidden sure. Door, I'd right. rather see it than not. That said, though, 
I think I understand. They were just, how do you get mileage out of Tanahashi in this situation? Who doesn't speak English? He's going to do the shut up Jericho line. It's face versus face, him and Mox. So I, it's like, how do we, how do we stretch out this segment to be more than 10 seconds? Um, yeah, you have to take his shirt off and clear a ring. And they did. Oh, I need, yeah. And the crowd went wild. Love and energy was in the air in St. Louis tonight. Uh, we get a Darby Allen Bobby Fish video package, which I also thought was kind of excellent, to be honest. I thought uh, Bobby Fish was weirdly great in this promo. Yeah. And uh, Darby Allen is so much better in a video package th- when he can be edited than, uh, than when he has to do like a lot. Remember when they made him do live promos against MJF? Like, what are we? Oh, even was throw a bomb at the guy. Yeah, um, just lamb to a slaughter. It, it's no good. Not a ton else for me to say about uh, this video package. Anything else you wanted to get to there? Yeah, Riley was pretty funny. Just the the sound that it made when he broke Sting's ankle or knee or whatever it was. Like, uh, Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly is hilarious. It's yeah. No matter, like, he's so good at being serious in the ring. Oh, but he's so funny. It, there's just an undeniable comedy to him. I, he's one of my favorites to watch because he can do everything. I totally agree. And of course, our uh, BC boy connection doesn't hurt. Flu, before we get to the debut of Reddit Said It, we're going to get to our second of three keep it or kick it's of the evening. Uh, one that I think may be divisive or at least less obvious than people might initially think. But like we know now for sure, Flu, at Forbidden Door next Sunday, John Moxley will face Hiroshi Tanahashi for the AEW World Heavyweight title. Keep it or kick it. Hiroshi Tanahashi winning the AEW World Interim title. This is going to be good. I, I can't wait for this. Not as divisive as I was expecting, Flu. People very into the idea, I would say, of Hiroshi Tanashi. We'll get to your answers after I machine gun through this, and you can dwell for another second. I know sometimes listening to that great song, it's just like, I can barely think. I can think about the song. Uh, we've got Zang Zone with a keep, Sever with a kick, Sam Fells with a keep, Corvax with a keep, Stakebuns with a keep, Sever with a kick. <laughs> oh my goodness, speaking of a hit. Good golly, Miss Molly. One moment, everybody. Bobby Burritos with a keep. Botched out, driver with a keep. C Suppa 55 with a kick. Baseball with a keep. Thomas BW with a kick. Would you say there flew roughly 50 50? 50 50, about, yeah. I, uh, where do you come down on this one? Are you interested in the ace of the universe holding? I mean, he'd have to stick. It brings about a, a ton of questions, right? But are you into the idea? This is like the easiest keep in the world for me. Uh, I would love to see him with that belt. It's uh, not that the why. belt. Well, okay. Not that the belt needs credibility because it's, I think it's been uh, the people that have held it have done a good job of elevating it to be a very important belt, but his ace, his, it, he's greatly he needs got, to have in that belt. Absolutely. You imagine being the guy that follows ace with that belt. CM Punk. CM Punk. Uh, and it just means he keeps 
sticking around AEW a bit longer too, right? I don't know how long that reign would last, a month maybe, but a couple months. Whatever it is, it's more time with Ace. Like, Who could complain? Give it to me, yeah. Flew by. Uh, I know you're in my Discord. Did you see my booking for this? I didn't know. It's uh, here's what I would like to see. A very, very active Discord. Yeah, you're not kidding. I mean, very active because people in there all day with the, the, some of the best wrestling takes you can find, and so much else. Video game talk. God, you gotta love it in there. Patreon.com/slash J0SHC. Uh, actually, flew before I tell people about my booking. Why don't you tell people a little bit about Scorch Stack or where they can find you online in general? Yeah, uh, if you like the Calgary Flames, or even if you don't, that doesn't matter. We write uh, a weekly newsletter for the Calgary Flames on a Substack called the Scorch Stack. Uh, today is Wednesday; it's Dynamite Day, but it's also Scorch Stack Day. Uh, so, I mean, hey, it's the best day of the week, right? I agree with that. And, uh, and yes, where are you on Twitter, you yourself? You can find me at it looks real uh, because it, it looks does. real. It does. And you can find the, the Scorch Stack at the Scorch Stack. It's all one word. It's the only word you really need. I'm sure someone's put the the scorch. They have and bringing yeah, up the links. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly right. If, and because uh, if no one else was, I was going to go in and do it. But the Brainiacs got you covered. Of course, Scorch Stack early allies of Wrestling Brain. Uh, nothing but forever. love for them around here. Uh, here's what I'd book flew with. Uh, oh, and sorry, one more plug. Mr. Matty Pie, the man behind the ones and twos, uh, put out one of the. I'm not joking. One of my favorite Canadian EPs of all time. It's called Love Handles, and you can find it on Spotify. Uh, again, you you want to talk about my Discord? That's it's a group of people who people love them love some love handles. love handles, and they should. It's amazing. I've listened to it a lot. It's very good, very moving. Uh, if you were ever young, which you are, uh, if you're here right now, you were younger at some point in time. Moments ago, you were, uh, but I mean younger than that. Even uh, Matt written an album that covers a lot of those experiences, wearing your uh, pool uh, or sorry, rather a T-shirt in the pool uh not fully being able to comprehend the funeral the album the openers i've ever heard i agree uh so go head on over to spotify or apple music wherever you get your uh tunes from check out love handles by matt prince that's m-a-t space prince again if you're not listening to it i'm gonna find you Flip will find you and now my booking jay white came out later tonight and said that the IWGP title will be defended at Forbidden Door, but it's not going to be against Hangman, and it's not going to be against Adam Cole. I am praying to God it is going to be defended against Kenny Omega. Uh, and I wonder if we're getting a little title switch where Kenny Omega takes the IWGP belt off of Jay White and Hiroshi Tanahashi wins the AEW world title. So you have like swap top guys with their top belts. Now that involves an amount of trust between new Japan and AEW that I don't know if they've had right now. Uh, but history will tell you that that is a good thing to do for business. And, uh, if that relationship is there, that's some spice of life. And then when punks come back, you, you rectify everything. You do a bushy, uh, uh, Kenny over there. That's just like your G one climax main event. There's places to go. Oh, wow. Spartan Jesus dropping a five pack of subs for that take. Spartan Jesus, thank you very much. When it's a good take, you have to sub. It, it, that was beautiful. If if one of you, if if one if you're one of these people who got a, a sub here from the great Spartan Jesus, uh, make sure to go say thank you. That's very kind. Thank to, you, Spartan Jesus. Those. Thank you, Spartan Jesus, for sure. Uh, better than real Jesus, some people are saying. Oh, that, sorry, that was a, I'm one of them. Got it in my ear. It's just Spartans who were saying that. Sorry, Spartans. But but there's a couple of those. Master Chief. Okay, we're way off track here. Um, 
Several ones say, does Kenny want to do an extended Japan run coming back from all those surgeries, though? What extended yeah. Japan run? Yeah. He he's, works way less in uh, New Japan than he does uh, AEW. Like, if he's in New Japan, he's at the pay-per-views. Like, he's not... The G1's been announced. Kenny Omega's not in it. I'm talking about the main event of the Climax. Like, he would work... If he wins the IWGP at Forbidden Door and presumably punks back at full gear, you're talking about Power Struggle and uh, King of Pro Wrestling. Yeah, he's keeping that belt until Wrestle Kingdom, if, if you ask me. That's So, so and even if that's the case, then you have... Uh, climax and uh one more like what you're talking about five matches in five months and the, don't get me wrong big kenny epics are hard on the body but i don't know any harder than like weekly tv wrestler for AEW. yeah it's like once every couple of months you know like he can handle that oh zang's on giving us some tips here jay white also cut a post dominion promo i know about this and i highly recommend you all watch great it promo. excellent promo yeah Amazing. you saw that too yeah, yeah maybe we watch it in the post show maddie we'll see it's great uh, where he talked about beating Kenny for the IWGP US title and plant and planted the seed there. Yeah, he was he outright was saying that like okay, if if AW was created because of Kenny Omega, like Kenny Omega never leaves if I don't chase him away. Like that was the I mean it's not the crux of the promo. He talks about Hangman, he talks about Cole. He really and he's flanked by a Bullet Club minus House of Torture. Just a really cool promo. So it's one of the best. I I mean I don't know I don't have a lot of reverence for a lot of Jay White promos, but it's probably the best one I've seen from him yeah he has a couple i feel like he's always good and but can be great here and there right he's good when he's talking about abushi i mean at a certain anger um maddie and flu and maybe the chat i'll let you weigh in do we want to go to reddit set it or do we want to finish up the dynamite review and do reddit set it at the end of the review well, what do the people want happy to follow the follow the chat on this one i'm i'm excited for both so uh maddie what say you Let's keep it rolling with a Tony Storm promo uh, backstage setting up her match later on tonight or rematch, I should say, against Britt Breaker. Uh, I liked her line here. You're a dentist, which means you're a student. I dropped out at 15 years old. Uh, I think that's a cool thing to brag about. Dropping out at 15 is way cooler than being a dentist. Yeah, don't don't give money to universities. They're capitalist hellholes that dentistry should be free you shouldn't have to go pay to see the dentist see Britt baker so yeah. you got something wrong with you what, i'll go see a dentist again when there is like universal dentistry okay because yeah, we don't have Britt that Baker's... right now fucking sucks Britt's part of the problem Britt is Britt in a lot of ways is part of the problem well what's tony what's tony storm drop out at 15 you're probably working at a convenience store maybe working retail shoplifting you know the, the good stuff she's wrestling she 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 went to japan <laughs> Chase it. Scoots Brodo saying Tony schools rules. for nerds. And that getting a subscription out of Dennis Dirty Work who's saying Tony rules. Could not agree more. Remember uh, also let Dennis Dirty Work were in school? Oh, well, me for starters. And then others, presumably. Uh, I'll let Dennis Dirty Work know on air. Dennis, I'm meeting up with Bobby Burritos next Tuesday and I'll be picking up your t-shirt uh, to mail with the FTR one. So uh, expect that in the mail mid next week. Jealousy get to hang out with Bobby Burritos. That guy, his work is unparalleled. It's insane, man. And he's super cool in person. Like knowing yeah, he's like a gift to the fucking channel. It's it's insane. Uh, it was announced. It's official. Rosa versus Tony Storm at Forbidden Door. Cool. I'm into that match. Yeah. It's kind of a weird. It's not. I think I it's guess good really... women people. Women, yeah. Women people. <laughs> Women's <laughs> roster members <laughs> getting on the roster or getting on the card. On There's, a new I guess. Card. Like, yeah, I guess it has to be like an AEW. Uh, couldn't we get like a stardom right? yeah. thing here though? Well, the, Tony Storm has 
she's got a lot of start stardom experience though so maybe yeah. that's sort of like i mean she's not a current stardom athlete but uh she's she's been there she's she's got she's had a tour kind of counts for sure well she's champion there yeah yeah she she made her name there really all ego ethan page is out against god's champion the redeemer miro um i love miro's frankenstein walk this thing i love everything miro does you guys know what i'm talking about oh yeah oh good walk i saw him do yeah. that today leaders that all the time that's a hell of a walk like that uh what'd you think of this one here uh, against all ego i thought i i always i always like miro matches it feels these days which is the opposite of what i felt about rusev matches which is crazy uh, and i feel like i'm a uh ever increasing fan of all ego ethan page so this didn't blow me away but i thought it was uh a nice time it was okay so yeah i agree like good match nothing spectacular but i think my favorite part of the entire night was that switch where you know uh miro's on his knees all uh ethan page is like pray to me pray to me and then i was just sort of like you you fool like that's <laughs> Not you, see Miro, you see Miro laugh at him and you know it's over and it was just yeah. that's that's just beautiful booking it was oh, it was I, wonderful yeah I think Miro's the right guy to end up in this four-way which looks like it might end up be a bit of like a four-way of brawlers uh, Miro Ishii feels very likely I forget who he's fighting on the other side isn't it like Hanma or something or like Makabe uh, yeah. I feel like he's fighting one of the dads which it's like is it Hanma Maddie? Hanma is was announced for the I think Atlantic. I think I heard Hanma. Yeah. He was? Yeah. Wow. I, Which I mean he's he not gonna win, right? So it, well, yeah. he's, he's got it. Have you seen the way he just like flops around like stiff as a board? It's so much fun. Yeah. It's very entertaining. <laughs> Folks, I have to apologize and actually completely change my tone here. Ishii versus fucking Hanma is insane. What can Ishii do that Hanma can take? Can you imagine if he brain busters Hanma? And also, I mean, don't tune away from the stream, but uh, watch a Hanma match and then go Wikipedia how old he is. It will make you not understand people like Minoru Suzuki or Dustin Rhodes. Uh, you'll, I mean, you, you are probably you, you are probably older than Hanma if you're watching this right now. Hanma's in his twenties. It's it's crazy. Uh, I like this match quite a bit, uh, and thankful to see, like I said, Miro move on into this uh, hopefully brawler's delight. And that moves us on to backstage where I guess they're a team again. This seems like something happened on Dark and I just don't know about. Maybe the chat can fill me in. Uh, and as saying, he's 25. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the team of Matt Seidel and Dante Martin are back together. Uh, Dante Martin trying to get uh, his new nickname over. Inhuman Dante Martin. Um, This is this is all right. I don't really have much to say about this. These, this I had no notes. Fine. It was just like a we got to move this along kind of thing. It was yeah it was weird that they were back together you could convince me you you could convince me though that dante martin is a pillar like if if, the, if you have the four yeah. pillars in flux yeah. you could convince me that dante martin is somebody at least all the more reason why i don't need him to be with matt side now though like i don't yeah no fair enough see what he does it, for him there, you know what though and, and not to just directly disagree but matt side if you're trying to take like a young super flippy high flyer like especially like proto evan born is a pretty good guy to to learn off of it's like with wardlow when he was working lance archer and stuff like i feel like there is something there but as a team beyond anything to grow dante martin i agree with you it's not yeah. uh not a team that i think are destined for these titles there's, there's a low ceiling there i think uh as far as the effectiveness of the two of them but i do it's a good point um 
see stop is saying just like the leader of the inhumans black bolt you never want dante martin to speak i don't know what that means but i believe see is correct he actually uh, is correct there you go thank you Floop. uh and uh Zang's not pointing out he's more of a mike side al guy yeah of course famously zoobs uh just <laughs> uses them interchangeably just fourth best guy in the ring <laughs> yeah that's right no he doesn't dislike mike side alley's the the fourth, yeah, I do miss, I do miss the Zoobs uh, something fierce, and I'm excited. We will have him back now. Floop, sorry, this sounds, seems insulting. I don't miss him because no, no, no. I'm saying long term for the last two months. I love having the Sword and Shield back together, and he will be here next week for our Forbidden Door Go Home show. We're going to be doing giveaways. We're going to be giving away this Eddie Kingston and CM Punk print by Beck the Girl. Next week's episode of A Double Dude. Zoobs and I are back. Go home for uh, Forbidden Door. Come back and check us out then uh also a reminder drop a follow drop a subscription if you're part of vod nation let people know you are tweet at us say we exist give the show a retweet let people know that if they become a subscriber they can watch all of our videos whenever they want for the next two weeks they get deleted forever tony storm and Britt baker's rematch kicks off here and boy it's a large step up from their first one uh it makes me wonder what the fuck was going on in that first match because this wasn't the best match ever but the first one was pretty atrocious. Good, yeah yeah and this I is agree. pretty good yeah yeah uh tony's moveset remains extremely cool to me the yeah tony's a star i don't know like it, every week that she's on tv i'm like yeah i get it totally is she one it. of your favorites on, would she top two or three on the women's roster right now uh yeah mm, no I, it's hard to say i i i love jamie hater i love statlander it's hard to it's uh i mean jade obviously. she would be in, she could definitely get she, in that territory she's in a tier with them i would say yeah. but yeah one or two i don't know if i would say but very quickly could be there for sure when tony enters and she's got the glasses on and the leather jacket the song is kind of cool yeah. the song's cool although i do agree with e prime uh who says can we just buy barracuda yeah yeah that is buy it would be great um i in that moment i go every time i go oh my goodness tony storm holy smokes uh and then the matches i like i love the storm zero the the jumping pile driver who the hell could not i actually thought the tornado ddt without tetsuya naito on earth would be in the discussion for it's a popular move that people do right now tony storms is really good now no one like runs the ropes and gets up like Naito. Naito like goes sideways on those ropes to jump. It's it's insane. Yeah, you um, to do that properly, right? So I if you're not in right there yet, so you're perfectly sad. Uh, I like this a great deal. I thought, especially in comparison to the first one, I thought it was very obvious that Tony Storm's the better in ring wrestler. It's Brit. It's like sort of hard to peg. Is Brit like a, a an old Dean Ambrose over in New York, where if she doesn't have the title or isn't in something relevant, she's just gonna like utterly call it in. Like, is that what it is with her? Or I, I don't really have a, a good beat on it. I I don't think it's a lack of trying on her part. It's just yeah, it just doesn't seem like they have anything compelling for her right now. Yeah, maybe just, that's it. I don't know. Like, but why don't you pull the trigger on the hater breakup? Yeah, I don't. That seems. I don't know. Maybe they have that. Maybe they have that set for a certain time down the road. And I'm sure they do. It's just like, I don't know. Like, eventually, that has to happen. <laughs> like, Jamie's, how, how long are we into, like, Jamie Hayter not saying Yeah, uh, well, like, this is this is Wardlow breaking from MJF all over again. Right? For sure. Was, so I, I can see it taking that long. Um, but hopefully not quite as long. Yeah, here's hoping. But good match. Um, yeah. Okay. And, uh, but unfortunately... Jamie Hader runs to make an interrupt. Thunder Rosa comes out 
to even the odds and it sets up Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hayter somehow. Um, yeah, I didn't quite get. I didn't understand it at all. It's like these two are now going to have a match because Thunder yeah. saved her on the outside. I, there's some like months long story there, I guess, that I've already forgotten about, but it. Uh, whatever, I'm into the match, so. Uh, yeah, I just don't know how we got there. Me neither. Breaking news. The first two words out of Stokely Hathaway's mouth. This Friday on Rampage, we have a Jade Cargill open challenge, and he is interrupted. No one can speak around this place. For in th This is like co-hosting a show with me. You, you get out a little bit, and then the other fucking guy starts talking again. You, you gotta... I, I am Willow Nightingale here, interrupting Stokely Hathaway, uh, saying that she wants to be the the open challenge on friday reminds i guess they've had some history on the indies and i thought willow i was like is willow immediately upon arrival like one of the three best women's promos in this company i thought this was like really rock solid from very very comfortable for like a big talk with stokely hathaway on television live for your first time i, I was outright impressed by willow on the horn here yeah i mean willow's great right like yeah I, I've never, I haven't watched a lot of her promos. I've watched her work. I like, I like what she does in the ring. But uh, yeah, I was, I was shocked to see how good she was on the mic. Uh, I don't know. If yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen her cut a promo. I don't yeah, think. It, uh, she plays off Stoke real well, but then who doesn't, right? It's, uh, it's that's a nice. That's another thing where, like, those people who can, you could almost consider it a critique of CM Punk, where it's like, if you can't swim with him, he's happy to just let you sink. Whereas there are people that will elevate you to their level in ways. I think of like Mick Foley, who would just like drag people into like intenser things than they normally would be by like making it more intense. Um, anyway, that's the match on Friday. Stokely Hathaway says, all right, Wilma, you got it. Uh, Stokely Hathaway getting people's names wrong is genuine, generally funny. Uh, but Willow to Wilma might be my favorite of them all. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Uh, Chris Highlander was pretty good, but Willem was way better. <laughs> yes, totally agree. Uh, that being said, uh, RIP Willow. She's not. She's yeah, she ain't breaking the street. Yeah. Hanger is out. Decent reaction here. Uh, I thought to myself, Jay White killed this guy on Saturday. I wonder what he has to say about that. Uh, I got to tread carefully. He's here. got some. Stuff okay, here. Right? So let me put up. Let me put up my hands and say this first because then i can say well i said this first i like hangman page um i love hangman page that being said <laughs> that being said uh i wonder if he has a little dolph ziggler in him where Don't volume is passion to him uh because here i wasn't sure what he was yelling about he's like i wanted okada but okada lost and now he's no longer champ and it's like I saw uh, Trevor Dame on Twitter tweeted out. It's like, there's like such an obvious parallel between Okada and Hangman Page who have like just lost their titles as like the top baby faces of their companies. And this is just like not addressed. Hangman Page's promo was about how he's dumb, assuming that he could just fight Okada who might not even be at Forbidden Door anymore. Then Adam Cole interrupts and I go, I'm not very into this. Uh... But really, Cole just seemed to be there to be bringing out Jay White. You got to have the boom. It's all about the boom. So the boom has to happen. And then you can do what you want to do from there. I guess you do. Uh, it does feel increasingly and increasingly less about the boom, at least in my heart and household. But neither here nor there. I don't, I don't want the boom. No he, boom. 
they do the thing where Cole's like, ah, and here he is, Jay White. But Jay White is not there. He is, in fact, behind Hangman Page. He lays in a great-looking, uh, it's called a Crossroads Blade Runner. Uh, I thought it was great. The IWGP title is with him. I think the first time in an AEW ring, their so, yeah. world, world title in there. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that felt like it should have been a bigger moment. Like, it felt huge when I saw it. And I was like, oh, you know, it's 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 here. But it's like, yeah, they didn't, I don't know. And but then maybe Jay, Okada needed to have it. I, it, I don't know. I thought Jay sunk him here. You couldn't he beat did. Punk. Why on earth would you challenge for my title? I'm not going to face you. Uh, and then he looks at Adam Cole. He's like, and I'm not going to face you either. I thought it was a great promo by Jay White here, uh, excluding those guys from challenging for the title. I am praying it's Kenny Omega, Kenny. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I really like Jay White and thought that he was the better performer here over Hangman Page. And I thought it, I thought he kind of like easily like i thought once jay white started speaking i was like oh nice and yeah i don't know losing a title and existing is a hard thing to do as a wrestler and i i understand that but uh not my favorite hangman promo or appearance it's they they seem to love making him look like a chump from time to time don't they sure yeah he was just here to eat shit and that's not what i want for hangman it uh you know we've done his whole insecurity can he win the big one thing i don't want to i don't want to rehash that i enjoyed yeah. it at the time i thought it was great it of was course. brilliant it was like one of the best chases i've ever seen but we know how it ends i i, I don't want him to go he could i think he could pull it off if he goes back but I, I just don't want him to do it but i don't know where you go from here i don't want him yeah why have jay white lay him out if that but then they're not going to have the match although yeah, I, jay white also did say on commentary and he's like or not on commentary but in his promo he's like oh yeah and again hangman when it comes to me and you, single record, yeah, that's 2-0 for the Switchblade. <laughs> like, there, he was really making it clear. It's like, Hangman, you have no business yeah, being here with me. You're so. a loser. Like, you can't, yeah, so. So who knows what Hangman's going to do now? I can't <sighs> imagine why he lets him get physical and he doesn't end up in there with Jay White. But. Yeah. Is Hangman hurt, Matty? I don't think he's hurt. I mean, I maybe. So. Not, not, that they've, not that they've said. His heart is hurt, for sure. So is mine. You're not kidding. Main event time. I almost said the Hardy Boys there. The Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express for the AEW World Tag Team titles. And I think people did largely predict it on our Twitter timeline, of course, which you can follow at wrestling underscore brain uh, today, that there would be a TV title change. The end of Jurassic Express's reign. Now, Flew, before we get into this match in particular, which I think you probably agree was a fun car crash main event uh, TV match. I'm having a hard time sort of putting into context Jurassic Express's title reign. How how would you describe it? Like, what words come to mind when you think of this reign? Because it was long. Yeah, I guess it's like, it's like the longest sort of, like, transition run, I think. Because nothing about what they did was ever really about them. It seems like they were always in the triple threats, and, like, whatever happened in the triple threat, the other two teams, oh, we'd love to see Big Mitch, don't we? Sorry, the midge store was meow, and she wanted to come check out what was going on. No, no complaints over here. That's my champion right there. I'd put the strap on big midge. I mean, she she would elevate it so fast. Yeah, this is how you rehab the TNT title. You put it on the midge store. Yeah, who's taking the belt off her? Nobody. No, yeah, even not, she, even not even Sasha Banks. Not happening. Yeah, even Sasha. Well, I mean, like, because because midge will just start shooting, and midge is huge. I mean, midge is absolutely. I I, I would pick midge in that fight. 
Jurassic Express's reign, like you say, even though they were the title holders, they didn't feel like the focus at points. I think in particular, like as the sort of third leg to that Red Dragon, Young Bucks feud, and then even yeah, the Triple Threat like double and, thing. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. The matches were always good, right? Like, I think we learned that. I think not, Jungle yeah, Boy... Not a bad match in the, in the entire run, I don't think. Absolutely not. Uh, I think Jungle Boy is a proven commodity at this point that people... I don't see as high of a ceiling as some others, but I do totally recognize that the crowd would absolutely be there for Jungle Boy if they did decide to push him. Yeah, he's not a pillar by any stretch in my eyes, but that doesn't uh, mean that's not someone you want to get invested in, right? Like he's, I, I see why they love him. Uh, totally. And it's nice to have baby faces that people want to cheer. That said, I kind of hope Jungle Boy turns heel out of all this. I hope when we get this christian degeneracy like i hope he turns on luchasaurus buzzes his head and like adds a little personality in one way or another because i wonder how they're going to be outside of the title scene i don't think people are going to be like clawing crying to see them they've fought a lot of the uh, other teams already right they're in a tough so spot thing like if if i had never seen this show before and you told me you have uh like this guy who thinks he's tarzan and a dinosaur i'm hooked i want to see what that's it's about just, yeah it's just that easy and then yet they don't like that's the thing they never i guess it's a hard thing to explore in a kind of like a realistic setting i guess but they're in a they short nothing right it, yeah absolutely. that aw and tag division just, is deep man like i said i don't like proud and powerful as much as some other people i like them more than i like jurassic express i mean they seem a lot more like real credible realistic yeah it's pick whatever you want to say right it's I mean, as much as I love the idea of like, hey, like this jungle guy and a dinosaur, it's a jungle guy and a dinosaur. <laughs> it's hard to kind of push that long term. A hundred percent. Same reason you never see like Serpentico or Luther get like a large run, right? Like it's just, you can't believe that. I do like the Dennis Dirty Work optimism view here though, that it was a, a workhorse title reign. Tough spot, but the match is always Absolutely. delivered. And that's totally true too. They're and champs because of the matches. Like there's there's nothing else. Yeah. But the matches there's, were great. And as a result, there's no pairing of them versus another team that I at least wouldn't be excited to see if it was on TV just from like a oh that will be a good match perspective. So very yeah. nice. Uh, they're not like a chase team for me I, it's it's strange it's just it's hard to it's hard to quantify what they are i guess it genuinely is and i'll be curious to see how they get booked but regardless at the end of this fun high octane tv match the young bucks are your aw world tag team champions i don't think they're going to hold them for too long here but uh you can kind of have the bucks in the title holding those belts at any time and it's believable so yeah no real problem here do you think it's red dragon takes it off of them ftr where, where are we going with this one of the so if it were me and i don't have like any kind of fantasy booking around this but i want i want it to be starks and hobbs but Ooh, it's like yeah. is there a way we could get there not through young bucks i don't think but yeah uh, it'd have to be yeah. whoever's next and then to team Taz. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's probably FTR. It's maybe it's Midge. Midge, you want to be the tag team champion? She'd meet meet the weight limit for two. Is it Midge and uh, what was that kid's name? Nicholas. Remember Nicholas? Oh yeah, Braun Strowman's uh, little buddy. Right. Yeah. One day they got to bring. That's actually that is Jungle Boy now. Uh, I'm told. So <laughs> yeah. I feel so old these days that that feels like it's on the table. Uh, that was Dynamite Flu. A fun episode. Maybe I was a little hard on it. I think I actually got talked up during it. Although the the chaos and the the run-ins and interruptions were clear to me I, when I was watching and when we went through it. I was like, yep, 
it's everywhere. I'm a dumbass like Hangman Page. I don't actually remember what you gave the episode at, at the start. I said a five feels about right to me, but yeah, I, I could be in the five and a half zone now. Yeah. I think I stay at five, but that's not go. a bad thing. Five is a good show. The the main event and opener and Osprey Dax are all matches worth watching. And so ultimately that's worth a certain amount of juice. Yeah. So with that said, that's it for our OW Dynamite review. But now it's time for the debut of a new segment. It's time for Reddit set it. Now I'm going to send out a tweet letting people know we're about to play this game. I'd appreciate it. If anyone watching did the same, you don't need to be up on wrestling to enjoy this segment. You just have to understand that the internet is a uh, a wild ass place. So here I go. I'm heading over to wrestling underscore brain. And I'm saying about to play Reddit. Set it. Maddie, do you have a, a theme here? I do. And it's starting now. Wow, Maddie, another amazing theme out of you. That was my favorite one. Yeah, that was astonishing, Maddie. Okay. Uh, Midge is on my lap. Can people hear me okay? I'm a little further from the mic. Uh, am I loud enough was my question. Okay. Uh, Reddit said it. Uh, the other day, well, let's just call it how it is. The other week when I was uh, not leaving my apartment because I was wallowing in depression, uh, I found myself in corners of the internet that I don't, don't normally hang out in. And I went to reddit.com slash r slash squared circle, which is the wrestling subreddit. That's dark. And, you know, it's like, I just sort of assume those places are going to have bad takes sometimes. Uh, but I was sort of alarmed at how supported uh, and upvoted some of these not insane things, as you'll see, some more insane than others. Uh, but all of these, I forget what the lowest one is, but all of these have like at least 50 upvotes or like something in that veins. And so lots of them have hundreds. Uh, so these, uh, I'm going to read them verbatim. However, in amongst these pulled Reddit posts, there are fake posts that I have written. Wow, me saying fake just horrified Midge there. Fake Reddit posts that I have written. And Floob, it will be on you, and you can uh, ask Matt for help if you'd like, uh, to decide if Reddit said it or Josh said it. And you in the chat, after I read these aloud, will say... Reddit said it or Josh said it. We'll see who get it right. Do you understand how to play flute? I'm both very excited and I already feel a sadness in my heart for the things <laughs> we're about to be exposed to. So yeah, yeah, I'm ready to go. All right. So let's uh, get one up here first. <clears throat> Sorry, Midge is really complicating this setup here. Hello. Uh, so as you all may remember, uh, Joey Janela set his foot on fire in AEW a couple weekends ago. Uh, and with a uh, slew of upvotes, here's the post. It's not an exaggeration to say that GCW is the worst run wrestling federation that's ever existed. Now, you have to consider that there are wrestling federations that were basically pimp operations ran by the fabulous Moolah and people being i mean iwa mid-south all these things going on but but what do you say here flu reddit said it 
or Josh said it. It's not an exaggeration to say that GCW is the worst wrestling federation that's ever existed. That one to me feels like that has to be real because I know the kind of people that would go on uh, Squared Circle and um, this might be like, like their first exposure to GCW and I can see them not enjoying it. So I'm going to say that's real. A good guess, but you in the chat are wrong. That is a Josh said it. Uh, trying somehow to make fun of a company I love so much. I just uh, don't think you'd be able to say that. that oh, man. This game sucks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the people saying, wow. Okay, bitch. We'll see you later. This is the worst played game <laughs> in the history of the wrestling brain business. I'm kidding. I love it. This is great. Midge is all wrapped up here. Okay, bitch. There you go. Holy hell. Okay. Free handing it. Well, surely the next one has to be real. Here we go. We'll see. Here it does is. look real. Uh, you may have seen uh, Jeff Hardy falling on some. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> taking some. Uh, I'm not going to say fell on hard times, created a horrible situation for himself again. Um, Swanton bombed onto some sadness. But this was someone's take on Reddit. How anybody couldn't tell Jeff was incredibly fucked up the last couple months has really let their fandom get in the way of logic. He was super slow, wobbly at times, and just had no energy. Outside of his debut, he's looked like a zombie. I'm glad this happened. One for Jeff's sake, to get clean and helped. The other for the AEW tag division. Hardy should be nowhere near titles in 2022. Reddit said it, or Josh said it? I'm glad this happened. Uh, that's... Pretty... Uh... pretty... Anyone who couldn't tell Jeff Hardy has been addicted the last couple months has let their fandom get in the way of logic. Yeah, That's clearly, right? Because it's been so obvious. That... Chat thinks it's Reddit again. Yeah, I, I agree with the chat. I think this, one, this one's real. Just as soon as someone says logic, I'm like, okay, that's Reddit. That is a great flag, and you caught it. It does look real because it is indeed, Flube. Reddit said it. I'm glad this happened. That Maddie, is, can you pull that one up? That is. Now I've blocked out the names in it. I don't want people to think I like made fake Reddit accounts or anything, but I was also like, I don't know what, how to like, I just thought it was better this way. That, that sentence is going to rattle around in my brain for <laughs> weeks. I'm glad it happened. You're glad it happened to Jeff Hardy that he. You're glad it happened. Ooh. For the AW Dag division. Of course. Of course. And for himself, I think they said as well. That was. Got to get that out of the way. Okay. All right. Ready ready for uh, the next one here, Flip? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's as dark as it's going to get. So I think I think we're good. Uh, so everybody loves the, the 20 verse 1 announcement last week, right? Uh, everybody thought, oh, it's going to be great to watch Wardlow crush uh, 20 guys. On television. Uh, and yet not some people, maybe, uh, who thought that this... Well, let's just hear... Here's exactly what they thought this might be an opportunity to do. Uh, with a bunch of votes. I feel like this will be a chance to debut a new monster character as a security guard for Wardlow to feud with. Just Braun Strowman's, like, one of the security guards all of a sudden. <laughs> 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 like, hey, that guy looks like Braun Strowman. <laughs> 
Imagine, imagine Wardlow loses the 21st one to a really strong security guard they're trying to get over. It's just like every time that Sting has like a Sting mask on, you're like, hey, that's Sting. <laughs> it's just... Oh, what do we think? Oh, God. That, um, it looks real, but I'm going to say it's fake. So you're saying maybe Josh said it on this one? I'm saying Josh said it. Okay, all right. Steak Buns agrees with you. I think that's it. Other people saying New York pilled Reddit posts says Zang Zone. That is it definite. You definitely York, reads right? like one. Yeah, hundred yeah. yes. percent. Dennis Dirty Work agrees. Josh, but Area Thrasher disagrees. Reddit. I suppose I'll reveal. Maddie, do you want to pull it up? It is real. Uh, a slew of upvotes. People thinking, uh, let's get a security guard push going out of this twenty-first one handicap. I did have the thought that there might be like it's a, a debut or like a return or maybe even like very corner of my mind was like, hey, maybe MJF shows up for this. But <laughs> so so I get it. But yeah, no, I, a gigantic security guard. That would have been. Yeah, oh, that's man. what that's when you give the guy the push. You know, he's like he's power bombing everybody else. And then a guy in just matching clothes with everyone else. Up, that, I mean, is that Hulk Hogan? Is that Good friend Jake saying this game rocks. Thanks to GFJ. It does rock. I, you enjoying I, I, it? For nice. it, so I'm lashing out. No, I mean it's basically impossible. Uh, like I am purposely trying to write idiocy uh, as a means to. <laughs> it's a hard thing to do unless you are, you know, yeah. a New York build brain dead moron. And luckily, I am. Okay. Mm. Uh, a nice take on uh, one of our favorite wrestlers, Kazuchika Okada. Here, flu. I, I, I hope you'll enjoy. Uh, I think everybody will remember when uh, Kenny Omega beat Okada for his IWGP World Heavyweight Title, uh, ending the reign, and Okada lost his mind and became Balloon Okada and entered to that disco version of his theme and wore baggy pants and the red hair and stopped trying in matches. Um, this is Nakata I related to very much. Yeah, it was it was a good time. Well, some people in vain with you. I thought this was nuts. Perhaps not. Is this a Josh said it or Reddit said it? <laughs> Balloon phase Okada is underrated. Not so much for the in-ring, but for the gimmick itself. <laughs> yeah playboy for the articles is what producer matt said and he's damn right uh this has this is this is a josh said it i yeah it's you think i would write balloon ogata is underrated well if you're trying to trip me up you would <laughs> oh i see okay right i find the idea that that's Laugh underrated uh, so i love blair pacheco uh, host the grain maker podcast and all around great guy. We always thank Blair, thank you, uh, Blair. but Blair, but Blair believes in his heart that uh, the American badass undertaker is better than uh, the dead man. And, Blair. and this feels like a change of that. To you me. know what? I actually, there's a lot of people that share that belief. I disagree. I, I don't have a lot of reverence. Oh, do you disagree? Because all? all the good matches happened when he was the dead man. Is that what he had? When he had those, like when he stole mania for eight years straight. Is that, is that why? That's, that's like, that's like one of the reasons why. <laughs> yeah. I imagine it was. Um, um, yeah. But this, this feels very fake. This does not look real. Well, I feel sick to my stomach that the chat is unanimous with you. This is not me. This is Reddit. Maddie, pull up the post. I would never, even in my most deviant of my, I'm not, I'm not some bird-brained 
Balloon Okada was overrated when the best wrestler in the world stopped trying and looked way worse. That was un- he was the best wrestler in the world. He just finished maybe I, the best feud in history against I Omega. Can't believe, I can't believe someone would actually like take the time to write this. this and fifty insane. something people would go, yeah, it oh. is underrated. I loved when he put on bad oh. matches instead of good ones. That was a, awesome. I need a shower. This is this is dirty. Mama Mia. I'm getting crushed. Bobby here. Burrito's saying he knew Josh couldn't be imagining this. So I just thank you, Bobby. I just uh, who would blows the mind. No good. One more here. Okay. <laughs> I think we all remember when uh, MJF uh, called Tony Khan a fucking mark on television. Yeah, I think that's what got him fired, and we'll never see him again. With with uh, plenty of support here, uh, here here's one. Besides the N word, is there really anything worse you could call a person than a mark? <laughs> uh, no, there isn't actually. That's true. Is there really anything worse than a mark? It's like N word and then M word and then yeah. It's... <laughs> yes. Uh, shit, that's that one's got to be real. If I told you it had like hundreds of upvotes, would you find that surprising? No. <laughs> no, I would expect it to be at the top. Of like the comments, Maddie, pull it up. Reddit said it. Of course, I would never uh, say such a thing. Uh, but with 252 upvotes, besides the N word, is there really anything else worse you could call a person than a mark? I mean, I'm gonna upvote that that post later because it is true. <laughs> Smart M word, Sterling. <laughs> is that anything? <laughs> it is. That's gonna be a shirt. That we're going to see on Merch Match in like three months. And that was right at Set It. You want to play the song again, Maddie? And we are back. Very fun. Thank you, chat, for playing along with Reddit said it. I think that's uh I think that one sticks around flute. What do you think? We we, we yeah, do that every definitely. now and then? Yeah. It's I, I'm sure it's a lot more fun when you're not in the hot seat. <laughs> it's uh I feel yeah. a little, I feel a little ashamed right now that like that went as poorly as it did for me, but like no, yeah, I, I think people game. largely uh were doing about as well as you. How how could you actually discern it? It's I mean, uh, Reddit's Reddit's a real dark place, man. It's uh, <laughs> 252 up folks. Yeah. A mark. The second worst thing you could call someone again. That's true. <laughs> so, but the rest of them, like, uh, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yet, the you still will type the word mark. It's very interesting. Uh, Floob at it looks real on Twitter. Of course, you can find everything he does over there. I've eaten up two hours of your time, brother. I can't thank you enough for joining us on the double dude tonight. Fill in the zoob spot. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything Hopefully you'd like I to say to you did fantastic. I think the Brainiacs would absolutely agree. Uh, anything you want to say to the people before uh, Maddie and I head on over to the post-show show? Uh, just love 
love being on the show. It's you know, it's a weekly tradition. It's it's the best show, uh, best wrestling community on the face of the planet. And thank you, brother. You know, uh, Zoobs is Zoobs. I, I'll never replace him. I'm happy to be in his shoes today. Um, but dude's a genius. Maddie and Josh, geniuses. Like, just oh, happy yeah. to be here. You got that right. Maddie and I, if you combine us, have a genius's IQ. You know, when you said Maddie and Josh are a genius, you mean you have to have 140 IQ and Maddie and I are in the 70s. And I actually do agree with that. Uh, so with that said, Flub, I can't thank you enough. Come back soon. And uh, love and energy, brother. We'll catch you soon. Bye, bye.